3: Rise and shine, St. Louis.
2: It's the Brown and
3: in Morning After on
2: KPNTFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson.
3: 707 in St. Louis, you are listening to TMA, presented to you by Brown and Crouppen from the Michelob Ultra Studios. And something is wrong, Doug, before uh, I even got to the Munganess St. Louis Acura, ass Burkhard, Alton, Toyota, 7 o'clock hour, because Jackson Burkett, who's filling in for the vacationing Ken Strode, got up and walked away, and he's not
4: happy. What was, it? uh, what was the problem? no problem i looked at the the quad box quad box. for youtube on our youtube stream and i did. I, there was no tim didn't have any headroom like it was cutting I'm off i'm growing i think i had a growth it spurt it was cutting yeah. off the top of his head and it it would have really annoyed me for the rest of the show okay. so i just went and fixed it you raised the camera just a just a tad so now i think yeah. it's better framed got those leg okay. extensions i did get the leg
3: extensions over thanksgiving
4: yeah. you got to
2: china for that
3: i did i did indeed
2: they just saw off part of your leg <laughs> and, <laughs> I and inserted inserted a rail and then you just you twist want to insert your No, <laughs> just
3: asking questions. Doug, were you involved in the great panty raid of 1952 at Mizzou? It's a real thing. What an amazing institution! That's from Ulysses S. Grant, mm. and that's how we start.
2: I've heard about those panty raids. Used to be a thing. What are we doing? Well, because now you'd get arrested and serve 15 years in jail. <laughs> Back then, I think the guys would go into sorority houses and things, steal the girls' underwear. Nice. Yeah,
0: that
2: would now be good. you just get
3: those on OnlyFans, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, you can pay for them in I think how they do that is like they can be used into. It's almost like a letter of authenticity. They'll send like a, a picture of them wearing, mm. oh. nanny them. and I always thought that was super odd. Not only the person wrapping that up in a nice gift bag, but the one also paying you know one hundred and fifty, two hundred dollars to receive them.
2: Wouldn't you just take one picture and then tell yeah. everyone here? Yeah, yeah. yeah,
3: absolutely, and then scale yeah. that bitch. Uh-huh. Uh, Well, they're not happy already. Hey uh, h- you translucent twink! What's up? You gotta turn up your levels on QFTA, or you gotta start speaking up to hear your dainty ass clearly. I have to crank the volume up, and Tim's loud ass blows out my speakies. I like that. Mm. Doug, no, I didn't care
2: for much of it. <laughs>
3: Yesterday was as bad as it gets. Gosh, fix. Period. It. Period. That's from
4: Malagro Tequila. Listener of the month, oh. January 2023. Beer cats. I respect uh, your complaint, <laughs> and the criticism is fair, and I have also noticed this issue. Oh, wow. Well, Tim has been doing this for 25 years and has a very Hall of full voice. Tim's voice is He's full. throated I am. Both bass and treble, totally. My uh, esophagus gapes. Mm, ah. My voice is f- very monotone. Did you say it's frail? No, no. Dainty? Yeah. <laughs> it was described as dainty, soft. But, I would say know, it's a are soft you voice. Back to <laughs> football? Because you feminine. miss it? Or are you coming back to football because you just had a big failure in broadcasting? <laughs> yeah. No, that's yeah. a broadcasting. Life <laughs> imitates art, yeah. but either way, I'm, I am aware of this. And so, when we record QFD, we do it in this studio where I don't have my processor that we have back there that makes a tidy little audio file for TMA. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So in the future, like sometimes what the Plowhawk will do during Sound Stories, I will have a backup recording in my booth to get the levels and see if that improves it because I turn my mic all the way up for QFTA and I turn Tim's mic down a decent amount. And again, full-throated Hall of Fame voice to a very monotone, frail, soft boy voice.
0: Doug and I... Mine and Doug's mic, what's the proper term You would at? say Doug and my mic. That, those are tough for me. Anyway, me and Doug and my mic, man, it's no, right. Doug. Me and Doug, to put, be cranked, no, you put yourself last. <laughs> we're cranked all the way up on here as opposed to Tim, whereas he's about at the level and four is a little bit above. See, hmm. me and Doug are absolutely Doug cranked mine. to yeah, the you're max. Right.
2: Doug and mine, sorry. It's got to be a mic level thing because when we sit here and talk, everyone sounds about the same. No one's yelling and no one's whispering. Mm-hmm. Everyone's talking in normal tones, so it must be the way the microphone levels send it to the recording.
4: Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And this mic here, which I'm doing the show on today, is Iggy's mic, which is boosted up because Iggy kind of talks in a softer, lower bass voice.
2: Yeah.
4: We ran into those issues at KFNS where people say, like, their car would start shaking when Iggy would talk. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: Beer cats should go play in traffic. Live QFTA was great, and Jackson looked hot. That's from Mrs. Janney Shanahan, oh. another female listener.
4: Uh, and, yeah. I, and I appreciate that. I don't, as Beer cats framed it, was certainly uh, aggressive. But his complaint and criticism is fair. Wow. Jackson. We can always better ourselves. Well, sure. You know, no one's perfect. No. Tim. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that. I agree with yes, that. But I didn't edit. want to say it. We so can all strive for Tim's greatness. Right.
3: T- time for Gene Shallot to work on that throat gaping on a meaty dong. That's from our former yes. fan page moderator, Neil Allen Craig Paquette.
4: Well, I also say that most people don't sound the exact same at 25 as they do at 45. You know, there is.
2: you your, it's not your the voice. voice. Our voices are fine, our voices are normal. No one has a particularly loud or particularly soft voice. Oh, it's, it's the microphones. It's the mic level.
3: I appreciate it, live QFTA. Thanks, boys. That's from Sally Land. Doug, now all of a sudden compliments are coming in. Okay. What do we do? I don't know. Uh, let's see. Audio issues, camera issues. This never happened on Ken's watch. We need the atlas of radio to return. do you like that, the atlas of radio? No,
2: what? Because he carries the business wor- on his shoulder That's correct. I would give Thank Iggy, you, I love you.
4: Love you, buddy. 50 bucks if do he can figure out how to move any of the cameras around here and, and center him. I'll give him 50 bucks. i just do it Wow, Oh, regularly. that's a nice
3: offer. I mean, he bucks. ought to take you up on that. 50 just, bucks. He doesn't have to go anywhere. He can just wander around. I won't tell street. him
4: a damn thing. he have to go to that monitor over there and move three of the I'm cameras. I'm not doing it
2: to the computer. I'm just moving it with my hands. Nope.
4: Yes. Nope, no, no $50. Why not? Because these
2: are $1,000 cameras and oh, we can't so just move them much. with our hands. I've had $50,000 cameras on my shoulders. I moved those
0: with my hands.
2: A flex. It was a flex. <laughs> you can move Brian? cameras. Brian. They're not so delicate you can't move them.
0: Now you just hold 50000 in your pocket because you're old money. Are you old money?
2: <laughs> I didn't sell the cameras. I had to work <laughs> under them.
3: Live QFTA was great. Hey, man, he, man. Jackson, look at that! Now they're complimenting you. I love QFTA. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, but we went live on the YouTube channel yesterday.
4: Super easy to do, honestly. Was it? Yeah, it was. I guess, really, that's, really what we'll going, guess that's what we'll do going henceforth. Guess it's what we'll do henceforth. Yeah. I'll set up something where like the graphics are different, and it's like a QFTA dedicated stream, not mm. a not a TMA like stream. It's a QFTA stream. It'll still be on the TMA YouTube channel, but I'll set up a like Balloon Party and BK and Ferrari have different streams on YouTube.
3: But it's all on the 101 ESPN channel.
4: Bingo. Yeah. Bingo. Got it. Since going live, do you find a lot of women throwing game at you? Man, Jackson, how's that going? We spend like four hours already live, so I don't feel like an extra two would do anything different.
2: Oh, I thought this was like a legitimate show.
4: With the- Which one? <laughs> the new one. Oh. Mm.
2: <laughs> like not like... I don't
4: know what show that
3: I participate in that I would describe as legitimate. Okay. I mean, I think this is legitimate for HD2, but the e- bar is a bit lower.
4: Yeah. Sound story is not a it's, show. Le- it's
3: legitimate for a studio next to a urinal.
4: Yeah. I don't understand I why nobody wants to
3: be on your show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who is that? Is that Matt Holiday yeah. impersonating Halliday. Trevor Rosenstein? In the tornado of uh, uh, Jupiter, Florida. <laughs> uh,
3: let's see. Move my crank with your hands, you old whore. That's from Nate in Gosh. Tallahassee. What in the hell? No, he's probably nervous about Florida State. Uh, yeah. I think they win. They're in, but... Uh, certainly, uh, could be up for snatch grabs with the quarterbacking situation and, uh, the very hungry Louisville Cardinals. Is that the team that's going to show up that lost to Pitt in Kentucky? Or is it the team that beat Notre Dame that will show up at the ACC championship game? And you are going to be there.
2: I'm not going to be there. But it would certainly make things easy if uh, Florida State does not If all the, the four undefeated teams remain undefeated, there's no no argument. Would no there questions. be four undefeated teams? Yeah, they're the top four.
3: Michigan, Georgia, UW, and... Florida State, okay, yeah, you're right. I guess it's. I'm, I'm not even thinking of Washington because as an undefeated team, number three in the polls, they are a nine-and-a-half-point underdog in their mm-hmm. neutral yeah. site game at the Death Star in Las Vegas on uh, Friday night against Oregon.
4: Yep. Uh and a lot
0: Missouri of
3: Missouri remained at number nine last night. Mm-hmm. A lot of theories going around on Andy Staples Twitter account and the athletic that Ole Miss would pass Missouri. But alas, Doug, it did not happen. No. Missouri nine, Penn State ten, and uh Ole Miss eleven.
2: Missouri is the highest-ranked team with two losses. That's right.
3: And Oregon is the highest-ranked team with, one, with loss. one loss. Ohio State is lurking in this tournament. They're lurking. If things break their way, yep. just like last year, they could lose against Michigan and find themselves in the college football playoff.
2: Okay. And you get some sort of sinus condition just describing <laughs> it? <laughs>
3: just talking tournament. Okay. Uh, Jackson, here's a little inside baseball. Jackson. Uh, Jackson forwarded me an email asking if I wanted a gift, which is usually the move done by Ken Strode, who's on vacation, but it's usually with a comedian I've never heard of. And I'm just like, nah, I don't really want him in. But Iggy does that because, in order to get the big time comedians, when they come in about once a quarter, you have to kind of have the not so big time comedians in. That's the game, just so people are aware of the game. Okay, huh? And I just don't really want to play the game. And then Iggy feels awkward when he has to write back, no, we don't want them. (laughs) So then when, like, a big uh, name comes through, they're like, well, you didn't have, you know. Joe Blow. Thank you and so you won't be getting
0: Rodney Dangerfield
2: perfect back-to-back. we should get
0: anybody we want after the Las Vegas comedian like, <laughs> yeah. that should have been a,
2: yeah that was like our a service buy-in. to the country he gave us a real shellacking <laughs> he did
3: uh, but uh, Jackson got an email yesterday from uh, the PR firm that's handling the Peach Bowl asking if we wanted to have the chairman of the Peach Bowl on I don't know if it was this show or Balloon Party 31. or yeah Pepper and Genie, wherever.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Uh, I politely declined, but Doug, is that a tell?
2: Well, it could be. I would think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I would think it mm-hmm, is. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, there wasn't a producer in the city that could touch me.
2: <laughs> and what's what's the chairman going to tell us if he can't say if he's going to say well, I can't tell you what teams are involved? But listen, there's nothing better than the Peach Bowl. <laughs> I like that dialect. Sounds like he's full throated or full chinned. <laughs> I've, I've got on my orange sport coat here. And, they pay me $750,000 a year to speak a couple times a year <laughs> talk about how wonderful the Peach Bowl is in the organization.
4: Sounds God so cool. bless Butcher Jones and God bless Charlie Daniels. Uh, I want go. that job.
2: I do, too. If I can't get
4: Lenardi's job, I want, mm-hmm. I want that job. So
3: uh, I don't know if they're reaching out to schools all across the spectrum of who could be going to the Peach Bowl. Saw a theory yesterday on this uh, Peach Bowl, Cotton Bowl, Fiesta Bowl, those would be the ones that don't have any tie ins for the New Year's Six. That the Cotton Bowl would not get Tulane or Liberty or SMU, whichever it would be from the group of five that'll get a spot because the Cotton Bowl got Tulane last year and they don't <laughs> want to become the spot for the,
2: mm-hmm,
3: you know, five. that situation, yeah. that whole deal. How about that whole deal? Although I guess this year is the last year of, of that.
4: Yeah, well, I guess the, all the Year's six bowls become college football playoff bowls?
3: That's correct. Okay,
4: yeah. So uh, at that point, it doesn't matter who, you're, who you have, you'll have massive interest. Can I just give
3: everybody a fantasy? And well, I'm not talking about your standard, less popular MFF or your more popular MFF. I'm talking about a, a college football fantasy. And Doug, it, it's a fantasy that, that could really be a reality and would be a reality if we were 365 days from now as to how things would look if we were talking this season, but in 2025. And here is how it would play out. And it maybe will hurt your feelings, or maybe will get you excited for for what is to come. Okay. Take a listen, if you would. Gather round the hearth, friends of The Feather, as we-
2: Okay, we're listening! (laughs)
3: Broadcast from the Michelob Ultra Studios, which has 95 calories and 2.6 grams of carbohydrates. Here's what we would have based on last night's college football playoff rankings. Well, Georgia, Michigan, Washington, and Florida State would all get buys. And then, let's look ahead to number 5, Oregon. Number 6, Ohio State. Number 7, Texas. Number 8, Alabama. Number 9, Missouri. Number 10, Penn State. Number 11, Ole Miss. And then, as the highest-ranked, Group of five, conference champion Tulane would be 12, not Oklahoma. So that's important next year when this rolls around. Yep. Doug, let me take it to Friday, December
2: 19th. Okay.
3: What are we going to do? It's a Friday night. It's pizza night. What are we going to do? Oh, how about we watch number 12 Tulane head to Eugene, Oregon, to take on the Ducks in the first ever college football playoff game, kickoff at 7.30 p.m., that sounds like a nice way to spend no, a Friday would,
2: evening. They would play it at Oregon and not at one of these lesser bowl games?
3: That's correct. Yep. Now, how does Saturday look? What do we got going on on Saturday? Well, we're almost approaching the prominent winter holiday, because I will not say Christmas. You shouldn't. Thank you. What do we got going on on Saturday? Well, I probably have a 5 a.m. skate. No, no, no. What about college football-wise? Oh, how about November, how about number 11, Ole Miss traveling to the big old horseshoe in Columbus, Ohio for a kickoff against Ryan Day's Beard Okay. and Lane Kiffin at noon. Number 11, Ole Miss against number six, Ohio State. That sounds like a nice way to spend uh, an sure afternoon. Does. Oh, we're not, we're not done, Horace. <laughs> we're not done. How about at 4 o'clock? Your Missouri Tigers head to Tuscaloosa to take on number eight Alabama. Mm. That sounds like a nice way, and of course mm. Missouri is is going to win that game. And then what are we going to do at night? Well, we can go to Polybotto's. No, 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 not tonight, because we're going to watch Penn State head to Austin, Texas for an eight o'clock kickoff for the number ten versus number seven matchup in these quarterfinals Jack. Oh. Sweet mother of mercy, feel your pre-fly. Gee.
2: Oh, feel what?
4: Feel your pre-fly. Oh. You would get oh. playoff? College football playoff home atmospheres at Ottson Zoo, oh. Longhorn Stadium, oh. the Horseshoe, and, and Tuscaloosa. Oh
2: my God. But is it giving the, the home teams too much of an advantage? But well, that, good. Good for them for, for playing, the better playing better team. football. Yeah, 100%. Yeah.
4: That's like, and the, the atmosphere watching on television would be an unrivaled product.
2: But why not have those games? At, at neutral sites for some of these other goals. Wow, you're, you're the only person I've ever heard who, does, I, who doesn't want no, the No, I neutral like the site. playoff, but I think all these mediocre bowl games that people have been dreading, whoa, why whoa, not put whoa, the playoff whoa, games whoa, there? Whoa, whoa. Because why do you hate
4: being at home for the holidays? Neutral site <laughs> games suck for fans and for people you on You ever seen
2: the atmosphere at the Alamo Bowl? It's
4: just sucks. Yeah. It
0: would be different. If Alabama plays in Shreveport, I am boycotting the college football playoff. <laughs> no. you got to play it in Tuscaloosa so or then, then, wherever. Then you
3: go when, when are the semifinals? Bills. Well, i got an answer for you. Let's head to the Fiesta Bowl on New Year's Eve and watch number three Washington take on Ohio State Ole Miss winner at 7.30 p.m. Mm. That game will get on to over around oh, 11.20, and then we'll have 40 minutes to snort rails and get up for the rest of the oh. night. And then uh, what are we going to do on New Year's Day? Oh, no problem. i got the Peach Bowl for you with Florida State taking on the winner of Oregon Tulane. What about the Rose Bowl? No problem. The granddaddy of them all, Doug, Michigan, will take on the winner of Texas and Penn State. And then for the Sugar Bowl, why don't we head to New Orleans to watch Georgia take on the winner of Alabama and Missouri for your nightcap. Oh, sweet mother of mercy. And then you get to the semis. And then that Orange Bowl would be Georgia, Alabama, Missouri against the winner of Florida State, Oregon, Tulane. And then the Cotton Bowl would be Michigan, Texas, Penn State versus Washington, Ohio State, Ole Miss. And then we have the national championship, uh, which next year, or I guess it'll be 2025, will be on Monday, January 20th in Atlanta. How do you feel? How do you feel? How does the pre feel?
2: Good? I'm full. Well, I love the idea of a playoff, but these mm. – these other bowls now that aren't involved in the playoffs, will they just go away, or will they get the next tier of, of schools going? And will anybody care a lick about any of it? <laughs> if degenerate it's not gamblers in and boosters
3: who spend all year on message boards arguing
0: in their their echo chambers. Right, kind of same pretty small as now. number of people. Those bowls now like disappear slowly. We hope, and that that's the. They goal. just go
2: away. That's the goal.
4: I would. think. I don't think they would go away. I just think. I mean, the interest in non near six bowls. It's pretty low as it is. I don't think it's going to drop. Oh, I think it drop, it'll
0: fall off the table. Yeah, I think now. It'll fall off the mat. Ma- so
4: would. why? But why is that different than now? I'm talking non New Year's Six bowl.
0: I mean, I honestly can't pinpoint an answer. I just feel like like nobody. You have so many good matchups in the forthcoming future yeah. that you're not going to watch uh You know, people will be watching all of the playoff games. games.
2: They'll watch all the playoff games right. when they used to watch their team at least. We would watch Mizzou play. Yeah. wherever yeah. they went now. People will be watching these other games that really matter, and I can't imagine anybody will be tuned into these other bowls.
4: Right. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that, but I think that's the same as it is now. I don't think it's much different now. I don't, I, I don't well, watch is, a single bowl game. It is different game in that and we, wa- in.
2: we watch Mizzou now, and people travel to a Mizzou game, even if it's not a New Year's Six Bowl. Right. I don't know that that's going to happen anymore.
4: You might be right. I think the hardcores are still going to go, and, and that's what the bowls are basically for, hardcores and the players non- near six and non playoff bowls
3: uh, neutral site games suck for misery fans because they don't travel well like most other football slash basketball schools the truth hurts that's from the brine soaked urinal cake
2: I, I don't I don't buy it. I think uh, that's they area would code eight
3: four seven Doug which of course is
4: Ill
2: I think Mizzou would probably travel pretty well if they were in a playoff game yeah this is uh,
4: a guy who's looking to argue today yeah oh he wants it yeah a oh, brine-soaked man, urinal you cake don't, wants you, it? You don't end uh, uh, a text with truth hurts, exclamation point, unless you're really digging
2: in. Yeah.
0: Yeah. If I woke up, I'm just pissed. <laughs> don't you think the zoo would travel pretty
2: well yes. if they were in a playoff game yes. somewhere? Oh, my I goodness.
3: Yeah. I would be, I'd be heading to Tuscaloosa for that. And I don't care what the cost would be.
4: For real. That's like, yeah. It's a go into credit card that oh, kind of moment. Oh,
3: oh, oh.
4: <laughs> like that... I was like,
3: Missouri's playing Kansas to be number one in the country in 2007? Or I guess at the time, it, we thought it was going to be to be number two in the country because we didn't know LSU was going to lose that Friday to Arkansas. I'm like, this is a once-in-a-lifetime thing. I'll head there. I mean, Missouri's playing Alabama and Tuscaloosa next year, and I'm thinking it's probably the last time Missouri will play there with Nick Saban as the head coach. Probably. So...
2: I, I talked to I a guy yesterday. To talked to a guy yesterday. He went to the Michigan Ohio State game. He, oh, said, really? t- he said tickets there were going for about 8,000.
4: 8,000.
2: <laughs> yeah. I said why didn't you sell your tickets? He said I had to go. I had to be there.
4: Yeah. Only 107,000 can fit in that place, so yeah. I understand <laughs> 8, the demand.
2: 000. Where do people get all this disposable income? What are they doing? Are they in HD3?
0: HD3. Yeah. That's yeah. actually correct. Yeah. yeah. A lot of guys with podcasts. I guess. And when you're on HD3, like, you don't, you know, showcase that you're on HD3. People just know. <laughs> yeah. You, know, like,
3: you don't talk about it. Yeah. yeah. It's it's like old money. Uh, the only thing the non-playoff Bulls have given us in recent years is Jackson's first-ever balloon party question to Tim about who he liked to see doused in Mayo. Doug, oh. that's Georgia Bulldog fan Al in Dadeville. Yeah,
2: that's I'm- I'm not saying I'm going to miss these bulls. <laughs>
0: I'm just asking, are they just going to go away? There's always going to be a home for a Duke's Mayo bull, for the cheese-in bull. I, I don't, know. I, I don't and, know. And
4: that's revisionist history. I didn't ask who he wanted to see doused mayo. I said, what liquid would you least want to be doused in? <laughs>
2: Tim, well, it's not mayonnaise. Well, Tim
4: said mayo. I was with the least, is the one he would least like to be doused in.
0: Well, how about hot grease or something? Well, well, okay, Doug, you're talking about chainscale. We're here talking about condiments. Hot grease. I'd probably say a hot sauce because I feel like that seeps into any little cut. Yeah, you'd be in bad shape. So like,
2: yes, rubbing alcohol.
0: <laughs> uh, Stephen
3: I Time is mad, Doug. Stephen Time was mad yesterday, I feel like, but maybe I'm wrong. The committee sucks. The rankings are a joke. For example, Reese Davis has the CFP chair. Doug, that's Boo Corrigan. Boo Radley. Boo Corrigan. Oh. Reese Davis has the CFP chair. Boo Radley. Weekly. No. Why Oregon is ranked ahead of Texas when UT's strength of schedule is 40 points better. One of the reasons given on why Oregon is ahead of Texas is, quote, Bo Nix has a 78% completion percentage. <laughs> the committee doesn't even watch the games. Oh, That's from Stephen Time.
4: The committee has a, has a fail-safe, like a Uh, a cover-their-ass situation where it's like, well, the eye test is also part of it. Like, we look at the games and we vote based on what we see. And so, like, you can just say, like, well, in my opinion, Oregon is better than
0: Texas. Remember what we had prior to it, though. you got to love that we actually have human beings. Remember the—it was all computerized and you you couldn't argue with anyone? Nobody could justify, well, the computers spit out the two teams.
2: There is—since they don't play a balanced schedule, not every team plays— the same schedule. It's just impossible to please everyone. Right. There is no committee could possibly be accumulated that that could come up with a system that would please everyone. Someone's always going to feel left out. And then, and, and then, what is
3: usually the trump card in these conversations? I don't know how many people watched the the show last night. Since I'm obsessed with college football, I I watched it, and uh, Kirk Herbstreet and Greg McElroy went after each other. It was a little, little awkward. Um, but uh, either way, Herb Street's perspective is most of the semifinal games since the advent of the four-team playoff have been blowouts, which is accurate. There have been some great ones: Georgia, Oklahoma, the Rose Bowl, Baker Mayfield uh, last year. Both games I think were really good, if I'm not mistaken. Michigan, TCU, and Georgia, Ohio State. I think that might have been one of the only times that's happened in the semifinals. But then what happened? You had the blowout in the championship game, and what Herb Street's argument is is you don't automatically get in if you are an undefeated team especially if your team's roster has been altered i.e. Florida State Nate in Tallahassee I imagine you probably don't like where Kirk Herbstreet's coming from and McElroy's perspective is well then what do you do in order to get in and then Herbstreet goes back to the eye test and what I would tell you is I think the eye test has bias because rarely will a non-blue blood be viewed through the lens of winning the eye test. I think there is some form of prejudice, and I'm not talking about racial prejudice, but some form of bias that a TCU, for example, not this year, but last year, could be up there with, take your pick of whatever, blue blood. And so then it gets back to conversations. And Jackson and I had this conversation on balloon party yesterday. Well, Ole Miss's resume may be better than Missouri's. And I think, I think a lot of people would agree with that, um, even if they're Missouri fans, if they were really being honest. But I also think a lot more people would say if they were playing on a neutral field, you would take Missouri over Ole Miss. And then you'd go, well, why do you feel that way? And I think a lot of it would come back, come back to how they played against Georgia and Athens I really think that is, like, the determining factor. I certainly would take Missouri against Ole Miss, but I'm probably biased. So this whole eye test thing is as subjective as it gets, and yet it leads to what are, quote-unquote, objective results, which are a ranking system mm-hmm. that are based on just, well, this is what I think. And I think a lot of that is, well, of course, Alabama would be Missouri because they're Alabama, I'm like, okay, but that's the same Alabama team that was fighting for its life four days ago against Auburn. And again, Seven days earlier had, had Arkansas, mm-hmm. South Florida. is was the most bizarre one. Uh, and, you know, uh, the, the, Auburn's a team that seven days earlier had just gotten blown off the field by New Mexico State. So it, it's, it's rooted in you can kind of get to whatever result you want because of the quote-unquote eye test. In yeah. my opinion... Georgia and Michigan and Oregon are the three best teams. But then I think if you're an Ohio State fan, and I doubt we have many in the area, we go, well, hey, you know, we won against Notre Dame. We won against Penn State. And we were driving with a chance to win at Ann Arbor. So why are we all of a sudden way down here? And if you're Washington, you're like, yeah, we're undefeated. And we've played better teams than damn near anybody. And, yeah, some of them were close wins. But the team that like we lose on Saturday and Oregon's in, and so what? What did all of that mean during the regular season? And then then the whole thing with Texas and Alabama is phenomenal. I mean, Texas beat Alabama, but they could, I, you could really have a spot where Texas could be on the outside looking in because I don't know if Georgia just automatically goes away if they lose on Saturday. No, yeah, maybe not. I mean, with with Georgia's resume, they they all of a sudden just go away because they have one loss and they lost to Alabama at a neutral site. It, it, it could be anarchy. And at the same time, you know, I, I've never really bought into Louisville personally. It, it really does kind of stem around what goes on, I think, anyway, in that Florida State-Louisville game. Because that's the domino. And it also isn't just about the outcome. If Florida State's fighting for its life, they might be able to say, oh, and especially if it's a low-scoring game, they might be able to say, my God, without Jordan Travis, that's just not a top-four team. And I think that's what Herb Street was trying to say. We're letting teams in based on record and not based on who is really the four best teams. And that is the supposed charge of the college football playoff committee. But the college football playoff committee can just go, well, we think these are the four best teams. And usually that's going to come from the blue bloods of college football.
2: I think it's it's really unfair to downgrade a team because they have somebody hurt. How are you gonna look those kids in the eyes and say, "Listen, you won every one of your game, but now you got a player hurt, so it doesn't matter." How are you gonna say that they lost their quarterback, so they're not one of the best teams? Oh, but this other team lost a linebacker, okay, so they're not in there either. It's unfair. I told you, college. the eye test is all about whose eyes are looking at it. All right. I'm with if, if you. If you're undefeated. I don't care if your quarterback got hurt. I don't care if everybody got it. How do you know the backup's that's not going to be just as good?
3: I, I, I'm, I, we all, I, all, I think I'll – I am i do not know if you're where you are on, on it, Jackson, but I know, Plowhawk, when you were talking about that college football game day thing where they said that's an undefeated Florida State might get left out. And I'm going, how in the hell do you leave an undefeated team out? It, it, you know, I, I guess the one thing is this is the last year of it although there will be new problems created next year, whatever the problems may be, but there is an absolutely objective way to get in. You're a conference champion. You are in. But, uh, yes, I I mean, even though I do not, I wouldn't take Florida State against any of the teams in the top nine. I would take Missouri over Florida State. Yes. Um, I would absolutely take Alabama, Texas, Ohio State, Oregon, Washington, Michigan, and uh, Georgia over Florida State at this moment. But if Florida State wins on Saturday, I don't know how you leave them no, out.
2: They should be in. Whether we think they're better or not, right. if you go undefeated right. at a Power Five Conference, you ought to be in.
4: Yeah. yeah. The chaos model for this weekend is Texas wins, Oregon wins, Alabama wins, and Florida State wins. If all four of those happen, you have absolute chaos. You have absolute chaos because either Texas or Alabama is getting left out, possibly Florida State's getting left out, and possibly Washington's getting left out. I, I don't know how you decide that, you know, because like you said, Florida State would be undefeated, but I also don't think they're one of the four best teams in college football.
2: Well, but but what we think shouldn't matter. It's what they did. Well, it it's depend- what matters, right? But, Even if they're on the third string quarterback, it's yeah,
0: me. are undefeated, I, I think Texas. you still ought to be in.
3: Do you think I, Florida State now would run Texas?
0: Oh, oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I, I don't, I don't, I don't understand the Texas thing that much. I know they, beat be, I, they did. They did. This is, what, two and a half months ago, though, three months. I I just don't think they've gotten it really that much better. At Florida State, I had them winning the national title, and I would be – dude, if I'm Mike Norvell – I, what would you what do you do at that point well
4: the like ACC I, is getting bolstered up next year and that's another thing too as all these big conferences are getting new teams in where it's going to be tough to play a conference schedule and not have a good enough strength of schedule to be in the conversation
0: basically if you're a top recruit you either go to the SEC or the Big 10 and the that's going to be the only option because you can go to an undefeated team and still not make it i know it changes in 2025 but i think i, I don't like that you went every game on your schedule You know, one lost team gets a heady. Yeah, when when you leave it to
2: an eye test or opinion, there's just all kinds of—you can put a spin on That's what I'm saying.
3: That's that's my whole premise. And, and again, I think there is—I think it's subconscious. I don't think it's malicious that if you are a college football fan, it's tough to accept that, for example, I'll use TCU last year, that TCU may be one of the best teams in the country— It's just because TCU has rarely ever been one of the best teams in the country. But Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan have been. And so there is a buy at Texas to an extent. It hasn't been a lot recently. Have been. Florida State have been. And so uh, it's tough for the new bloods to come up, even though I think you may see more and more of the new bloods coming up because of NIL.
4: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check.
3: Uh, if you do feel confident in Florida State beating Texas, maybe you'll get a chance to see it. Uh, you can wager on Circa. Jackson, tell the people about it.
4: Yeah, absolutely. You can wager on Circa Sports for all these conference championship games, the NFL slate, maybe some midweek hockey or hoop rock, all available on the Circa Sports app because the world's largest sports book in Las Vegas is now in Illinois. The Circa Sports app is sports betting the way it should be with big app bets, high betting limits, tight money line splits, and the best customer service around. The best news of all is the Circus Sports app is available in Illinois. So if you want to go across the river, if you live here in St. Louis, if you already live in Illinois, sign up. Start gambling. A lot of fun college football and NFL this weekend to gamble on. So get ready to start betting like a pro. Visit CircusSports.com for more details. If you or someone you know may have a problem with gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER or text ILGAMB to 833-234. There
3: you go. And if you are looking to really give a nice gift this holiday season, How about going to Glenn Betts Jewelers online at glennbettsjewelers.com, the official jeweler of TMA. Craig and David Betts will be taking care of you, third and fourth generation members. Of the Betts family, Glenn Betts started Glenn Betts Jewelers in 1941, and they are located with a bunch of parking available right behind the building on Manchester in De Pere, about one mile east of 270 on Manchester in De Pere. In the jewelry business, there is good, better, and then there is Betts. The Betts family passion for serving their customers has been passed down from generation to generation. The Glenn Betts difference is you are served personally, you are not sold. Glenn Betts Jewelers develops relationships through generations of your family as well. You looking to get engaged this season? (laughs) GlennBettsJewelers.com Think about that, Doug. It's cuffing season.
2: GlennBettsJewelers.com Good, better, best. Never let it rest till your good
0: is better and your better is bets. And can we talk about like a like Texas, well, sure we can. They <laughs> beat they beat Alabama, but look at the close games they've had all year. They barely beat Kansas State, barely beat Houston, they barely beat TCU, and they beat Iowa State by ten. I I don't understand the how Texas would beat Florida State with or without Travis. I I just don't think they're that great of a team.
3: FSU would beat Texas. Sigh. Stop talking, and that's oh. from big
0: old fan. My, my point still stands. Like. I mean, lately they've had really tight games against somewhat mediocre teams. TCU and Iowa State are, eh, Kansas State's decent. Texas State and score.
3: Washington both have that going.
0: Yeah, Houston. You, you, I mean, you beat them by one score. I, I don't. I, I don't get it. I. I, I my I, my thought still stands. I think Florida State would beat Texas right now.
2: Once you beat Alabama, you get the reputation as is one of the best teams in the country. Texas
3: would piss all over FSU with Jordan Travis out. That's from the Green Park Goblin. I mean, Goblin. it was
0: 85, 90 degrees the last time. I mean, the, when Texas and Alabama played, that was three months two and a half months ago. Mm-hmm. I, I understand it happened, and it was a great game to watch. I'm talking somewhat recency biased The last four or five games, it's pretty tight against non-ranked, mediocre teams.
3: Plowsy, I respect your opinion, but I don't think you're watching the games if you think Florida State over Texas at this moment. That's from Stephen Time.
0: I I sit down and watch a lot of college football. I, I am very confident in my take. You can disagree with it, but again, I don't think te- Texas is not this absolute powerhouse this year like you think. They have the Alabama win. Again, this was two and a half months ago. Look at what they've done recently. I'm personally am not
3: sold on Texas so much as I just think Florida State is a really different football team without Jordan I'm Travis. I'm not saying that,
0: they were, were for sure. Like, they are that,
3: That's that's where, that's where I'm coming from. I, I, you know, if you put Jordan Travis back in their quarterback against Texas, I would probably take Florida State on a neutral field. Uh, people can hate on the BCS, but do we think the 2007 Fiesta Bowl between Boise State and Oklahoma happens without it? A little results-oriented. That's from Kevin's brother Jack oh, Down. That was a
2: good game, though. Statue of Liberty, Doug? Yeah, yeah I believe hook and lateral. For, the X, for the two-pointer.
4: Yeah, that was cool. Um, Plowsy, I, like, I, I get what you're saying, and I'm not disagreeing with you, but Florida State really hasn't played a lot of good teams this year agreed like almost like I, I guess since they played lsu their best win is duke but that was without riley leonard and then they barely beat miami at doke I, I don't i don't, don't see no, doke <laughs> <don't say
0: laughs> <Doak>. that's just <laughs> it that, does say it was clemson you had your, time to say, say Doak clemson?
4: Clemson? yeah because it was at death valley but it was also an 11 Did they play game nc state death. No.
3: NC State wound up being pretty good this year, and that's probably one of the only nope. top 25 teams that people have no idea about that's actually wound up being good. I think it's Notre Dame's best win this year, which is really strange. Uh, guys, Florida State might lose to Louisville. I agree with that. The only one that I go into this weekend feeling incredibly confident about is the Michigan-Iowa thing, and yet I'll be polling for Iowa just for an entertainment standpoint, and I realize Iowa and entertainment are usually not used in the same sentence, mm-hmm. but that would be... Phenomenal. They're twenty-three and a half point underdogs for the record, and the total for the game is thirty-six.
4: How do you do? I kind of want to take that Iowa team total. I want to see what the first. And what is it? Is
3: it six and a half?
4: If the first half number is two and a half, I think I would take the over on Iowa. Over, I think they can get a field goal. I think they can sneak out a field goal and cover two and a half in the first half. If that number, because I think their team total for the whole game is six and a half. So two-and-a-half would track for the first half. Well, how about half? this? I just went to my
3: book, and Jaden Daniels is plus 200 to win the Heisman. I, for the life of me, don't understand that. And Bo Nix is minus 300. Really? I guess it just goes to the—I the, assume that the books are operating on the premise that Nix throws for, like, four touchdowns this Friday night— and then there'll be the prisoner of the moment thing, and yep. then he'll get the Heisman. Yep. I just don't know how you could put Nix over Daniels. I have no idea. But, I mean, I, I got to say, I haven't watched nearly as much Oregon as I've watched
4: This better team, LSU. Yeah, it's the formulaic pick. It's the best quarterback on the really good team. Mm-hmm. I mean, Bo Nix is great, and in a lot of years he'd be deserving. But Jaden Daniels is a game-changer, unlike any player in college football this year, in my opinion.
3: Uh, your odds to win a college football playoff. Michigan is plus 170. Georgia's plus 190. Then there is a gap, and it goes to Oregon at plus 500. How about that? A team that's on the outside right now is uh, plus 500. Alabama, plus 850. Texas, plus 850. Washington, a team that is in right now, plus 1,600. Florida State, plus 3,000. And Ohio State, plus 3,500. There's another team that's in right now and only has to beat Louisville. Is plus three thousand Plowhawk. If you really like your knolls, this would be uh, worth it to whatever dollar month. You are I mean you know, throw ten bucks on that and win three hundred.
0: I like them again. National championship pick. I got to roll with them even without Travis. You think they're going all the way? Do you? Well, I, I had it at the beginning. I got to keep with it.
2: Yeah. I think Michigan will win just because they got caught cheating. Just like the <laughs> <That's> Houston <right>. Astros <laughs> win the World Series, Michigan will win and make everybody upset. Jim Harbaugh will be carried off the field on the shoulders of the players. And most of college football will be growing up in their mouths.
0: That's great. And you know it's going yeah, to happen. Oh yeah, it will happen.
3: I could absolutely see They're that. They're
0: going to beat water. Georgia mm-hmm. in a really rough 24-21 yeah. game. My Maybe like. a game where they where they decoded the Georgia side. Sideline signals
2: <laughs> and had the right defense called, ah. snuffed out a fancy play.
3: My uh, compadre, who is an Iowa fan, uh, like really into Iowa, not just like doing it to be contrarian, uh, has Iowa roots, texted me and said, First half is Iowa over 0. 0.5. 0. 0.5. Is that correct?
4: Well, if that's the case, then can I alternate spread it up to two and a half? Because they're
2: not going to say
3: Doug get yeah, saf- you're Jackson's bookie. It's up to you. This is okay.
2: they don't think they're going to score any points <laughs> in the. Whole, <laughs> so
4: I had that same play with Michigan State against Ohio State this year. Their over/under in the first half was a half point, and they kicked a field goal. So if I could alternate spread that up to two and a half, I would because I get better odds. And they're, well, they're dog against safety. Do yeah, Doug. Yeah,
0: go on. ahead. Go ahead and do it. All right. Well, you're paying out. But this is a conference <laughs> championship game, and they're ranked like that. That's in. Insane yeah. to that think they're going to get a West. field goal. Oh, it's the Big Ten. It's not fun sometimes. It's gritty. <laughs> <I> will, <laughs> it's gritty. I, know, I
2: will put up a, a 10 spot on Northwestern. What makes you think they won't score against Michigan?
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, is KG in O-Town here today? I haven't even asked. Yeah. He is. Hey, John. I don't see. I'm here. Okay. Did you send the links this morning? I did. I didn't get them. That's why I was asking. But I hadn't seen you either, so that's, what, that's another reason why I was asking, nor had we heard from you. What's going on back in the Fox C6 studios?
1: Oh, just chilling, just enjoying the college football talk.
3: Well, what are your feelings? You're a passionate college football fan. Do you agree with the Plowhawk on Florida State, Texas?
1: I do not. Okay, I just think with, uh, with Travis out, it's just a completely different team. But I don't think you can. I don't think you can penalize them for it. I yeah. think the season they put up has to mean something. I agree sure. with that.
2: Like if if Mizzou were to lose Luther Burden again, would you say, well, they don't deserve to be ranked where they are because Burden's hurt? It'd be totally unfair.
4: I think it's also the both that Travis is hurt and their strength of schedule. I think both of those in combination. I I, I think if like uh, George's quarterback went out, I don't think they'd be
2: having the same conversation. I, I think you got to you got to assume that they've got another player who can step up and play well. You can't assume that the backup's horrible. Florida State is marketing the hell out of that guy. They're making it's, sure that people know whatever. that he's you a can't, good player. I, I just don't think, especially in football, you can't punish a team because one player got hurt. That's, that's totally unfair.
3: Florida State's schedule's comparable to Texas's and might be a little bit better. That's from the 3-1-4. I,
2: I see people, someone
4: said they have three top 25 ranked Wins they have it, it seems to me they have one LSU who else is the ranked win that they have and how could their strength of schedule be anywhere near these teams I, I, I don't did they see not that play today. NC State they did not they they played Miami it was like their second best game uh, Clemson not Death Valley I'll give them that but Clemson's not Clemson this year
3: the best thing Dan Lanning did was get that Auburn stench off of Bo Nix. I still feel it should go to Daniels, though. I'd put Lanning at minus 120 to eventually be the guy after Nick Saban, too. That's Alan Dadeville. He thinks Dan Lanning's going to replace Nick Saban.
4: I, All could right. say, I could say that.
3: A big old fan is still on this Florida State-Texas thing. Oh, there it is. You think Florida State could be Texas based on you picking Florida State to win months ago? So, way to take in new information, Doug. Big oh, old fan is
2: back. I, I don't care who, plays, who suits up for Florida State. Bobby Bowden will have them ready to
0: go. <laughs> I mean, I realize Jordan You talk Bryant, about
3: Willie Taggart, the job he's doing.
0: <laughs> You're completely diminishing an entire defensive side of the football. And I get they run different, but... It, I mean, my God, man! Texas played with a backup quarterback and won. So, like, I mean, it can happen in Flor with Florida State as well.
2: Florida State held Miami to 15 points. Missouri didn't come close to doing that. They held Miami to 20. What? 20 points. What if Missouri,
3: Missouri didn't play Miami? I'm not no, sure. I'm
2: saying, I'm saying, uh, Florida put up a whole lot more than 15 points when they played Missouri. Oh, okay. And Florida State held Miami to 20 points, and they held Duke to. Twenty points. They
0: got a really solid defense. Their defense is amazing. That's what kind of carried them, I'll be honest. Yeah, I
4: mean, their defense is really solid. They held LSU to 24 points. Well, no Logan Diggs in that game and game one. I I just, I I don't know. I'll stand on the hill. I don't think Forest State is one of the four best teams in college football. Therefore, I do not think they should be in the college football playoff. Oh, that is. So you are you are yes. going that way. I do not. I Even think, if they win against Louisville. Yes, yes. Oh,
2: Jackson. Because the guy got hurt?
4: No, because I don't. Th- if the goal is for the college football
2: playoff to put the four best Kirk teams. Kirk Street. Look at if, you. If they are the, the four most deserving teams. No, the four
4: best teams. If their goal is to put the but four that, best teams. now you're teams. talking
2: opinion instead of. What really happened? But
4: that's why they're put in the position that they're put in, because that's, they're trusted to put the four best teams out there, and I do not think Forest Day is one of the four best teams in college football. How are
2: you going to look for like undefeated the tell them that?
4: Conference I'll, I'll, I'll show again. them to me. Man. Rest in peace, Bert. I get that they're—I like, get the. I, I understand their claim to it. My contention so is So who do gets in over them? I would take Texas and Alabama over them. One loss Texas, one loss Alabama, if they both win this weekend.
3: For my entertainment's sake— that would be great. I need some entertainment on Sunday morning when one of these uh, all hell breaks loose moves yeah. goes down. But I would disagree with that. And yes, I would, I would, I, I share, I disagree with the Plowhawk in thinking that Florida State's better at this moment than Texas, but if Florida State beats Louisville, they're in. That's what I think is right.
0: I don't understand how the win against LSU is kind of diminished, but then Texas beating Alabama in the focal point for them. I- I, I'm not in on that. LSU was without one of their best players. And it was the first game of the season. Well, Alabama was playing one of their worst, at, at, like their bottom. Remember that next week they almost lost to UAB or what was it, Southern South Florida. Florida. South Florida? I mean, you're acting like Alabama was playing like how they were this week, so you can't use both You can't use both sides like that. The four-state LSU
4: game was neutral field, and Texas won at Tuscaloosa. At Alabama's worst stretch
0: of football. Yeah, I get that. That's a fair I point. I, but. I think if you win every game in your schedule and you already were preseasoned in the top four and all of a sudden you lose out at the very end and mm-hmm. you did not lose to a team who has a loss, if I'm Mike Norvell, I am going absolutely bat crap.
2: Well, if Alabama gives Georgia a really tough game and still loses, you could still make the argument, well, I think Alabama's one of the best four teams. We'll put them in. <laughs> as if, a 2 loss. That, a, that yeah, would be great entertainment. If, if it's just your opinion as, as to loser, who the best four that's, that's my
3: whole thing, the old eye test.
2: And uh, The eye test,
3: I think, is, again, it's tough to talk about something that I believe is rooted in the subconscious because, of course, how do you know? But, I mean, this is the Alabama team that would be hyped up would be a team that had to go and have a 4th and 31 play to beat a team that a week earlier lost by a hell of a lot of points to New Mexico State Mm. and also had to fight for their lives against USF and lost by double digits to Texas. But they're Alabama. Imagine if that were Louisville the exact same set of circumstances, how do you think it would be treated? And that's my point on the quote-unquote eye test.
0: But, Jackson, let me ask you this. What if Florida State, with the backup QB against a a Louisville team, that just got beat by Kentucky, runs them off the field with the backup quarterback? Their offense looks great. How about that, Jackson? Looks like they haven't lost a step without Jordan Travis. Their defense looks fantastic. I realize there's a lot of scenarios in this hypothetical That would change
4: my opinion. That okay. would change my. But if they squeak out a win against a Louisville team that just lost to Kentucky, and we've seen what Kentucky did against Missouri and Georgia, I would struggle to think that they are one of the four best what teams.
2: What if the they country. squeak it out, but this backup quarterback threw three touchdown passes and ran for two more?
4: Well, that would be an indictment of the defense that is their claim to fame.
2: Yeah, but yeah, but then you couldn't hold the uh, quarterback against them—that the quarterback got hurt. Sure, sure. That, I mean, maybe I would just have to see how the game plays if out. If it's just going to be opinion in the eye test, a guy could say. Well, regardless of the records, I think the four best teams are Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, and Michigan. I don't stay up late enough to watch Oregon and Washington, <laughs> so I'm going to put those four in because who's going to argue? It's all I test in my opinion. Yeah. It, can't, it can't just be your opinion. No, I know. It's I'm
4: I'm I'm using both the record and... My opinion on it. I actually want to see a
0: two-loss Alabama. Team. <laughs> yeah, you know, the, I, I, I actually hope yeah. now. I that think they paint. may win
1: the whole thing. You got you got Alabama winning the national championship. I could see them beating Georgia. I mean, I oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah so. absolutely.
3: I could see them beating Georgia.
1: And after that fourth and thirty-one, it just seems like one of those saving destiny kind of things.
2: Yeah.
1: So if okay. Alabama beats Georgia, does Georgia go? <sighs> do I think they should, or do I think they will? Uh, both of them. Both of them. Do I think they should? No. <laughs> Do I think they will? No. Well, there you go. Don't I think Florida State
4: no. would have to lose. I think Florida State would have to lose for Georgia. God, would, I, the, the,
1: that
3: scenario right there, if Florida State beats Louisville, and, like, it's 20-17 to 17 or something like that, and Georgia loses on a last-second field goal to Alabama, and then the decision becomes, and let's say Texas loses to Oklahoma State, which is also possible. Oklahoma State's a wide-delta team. hmm uh, that what do you do in that spot now in my opinion Florida State would would still go even though I would think that I wouldn't take right, them what would you handicap would, the Georgia game? oh came my at. god I'd double digits right on a neutral field this is my point but I understand that but, it, but my point is Florida State's undefeated uh, so they go and I just I to me I, I can't accept otherwise I just I can't
2: if Georgia loses and Michigan Florida State and Washington are still undefeated, and Georgia definitely not in.
3: Georgia, Washington, no, excuse me, Michigan, Florida State.
2: And Washington. If they're all undefeated and Georgia loses, Georgia's definitely out.
3: Okay, then who would be the fourth team?
2: Alabama. If they beat Georgia for the SEC championship, they're in over Georgia. They both have one loss, and okay, Alabama won about, the head-to-head.
3: What about Texas?
2: Texas would not get in. Even
3: though they beat Alabama head-to-head in Tuscaloosa.
2: Right, I wouldn't put them in, No. I'd say if Alabama knocks off the number 1 team, two-time defending national champs, yeah, they're in with one loss <laughs> over. God,
3: I
1: want chaos so
2: badly.
3: <laughs> I mean then that I mean it's I I would disagree with that. I think you have to put Texas in. I wouldn't.
2: Texas didn't beat Georgia,
3: but Texas beat Alabama, the team you're putting in ahead of them.
2: Uh, well, they couldn't beat Georgia. I, you can what? go around it. You can put whatever spin you want onto need a it, unless, threat, unless there are yeah. unless there are ironclad yeah. things that you have markers that you have to meet.
3: Uh, it's going to be good entertainment if we it, it, just only one of them has to happen. Right. And so and on rivalry weekend they were all so close, but none of them really happened. I mean, Louisville happened, but I I don't think anybody who really watched college football thought Louisville was a team that was a threat. To win the national championship. they Even though they were behind Missouri, they were still alive to win the national championship, whereas Missouri wasn't. But if you were watching Louisville's games and their near-death experiences uh, with some really bad teams and to get blown off the field by Pittsburgh, holy crap. Uh, you can give your thoughts, as many are. Uh, 314-881-TMA5. Jackson and I talk about this on Balloon Party. This is one of those topics that it can just go on and on, as you were just saying, because there's really not a, quote, right answer. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it, there's there's no way to really arrive at a truth. It's an exact science. And all it takes is just one of those games to go off in a different way. Now, if, as you said, Doug, if you have Washington win on Friday night and Texas win, but then Texas would be on the outside looking in. But Georgia wins and Michigan wins, and is there another one? Florida State wins. Then there's nothing. No. Yeah. But God. I mean, I suppose I might just like put like a little fifty dollar parlay on that just for the hell of it.
4: <laughs> the chaos. Because parlay. then it's like,
3: okay, if all four of them no, but all four of them oh, okay. win, yeah. then I'm like, okay, well at least I made some money. Right. Because I want to see one of the other things happen and then see how they handle it. Because you have all hell break loose. 759 in St. Louis, it's the Mugin Ass St. Louis Acura Alton Toyota. Seven o'clock hour, it's Ass Burkhard Alton Toyota online at St. and Alton Toyota with a secret phone number of 314-252-0029. Uh, Doug, tell me two things you like about Monganest.
2: Well, I like the cars and the service you get with the cars. Nice. And the people that are there to help you. And I like the Snick Snacks that you get while you wait. That's more than two. But there are a lot of reasons to like Monganest. The big reason is once you go there, you're not going to want to go anywhere else. And that's say, i got a car guy now. Yeah, then you do. It's Jamie
3: Burkhardt. It's Clayton Patterson. It's Peter Munganest. And in the service department, it's Ryan Seiberg. The number, 314-252-0029. And you can go online at Louisacura.com and altontoyota.com. It's Munganest, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota, sponsor of our 7 o'clock hour. Doug, tell the people about Naturals.
2: Nautrals, oh, that's a great place. It's, it's holiday season approaching. You're wondering, I wonder if I should get the dog anything. Well, you absolutely should get the dog something. How about a treat from Nautrals? Here, I'm holding them up now. just
3: Bill, Bill, All Bill, if you're on YouTube, you know, Bill. Look
2: at these wonderful treats. Your dog will love them. My dog, Dora, absolutely loves them. Nautrals is a locally owned family business founded by two dedicated TMA listeners. Yes, one of whom used to babysit Jackson. Nautrals carries a lineup of limited ingredient dental chews, 100% Rawhide-free options and mouth-watering oven-baked cookies. It it, it sounds good, and they they kind of smell good. And your dog, I've I've tried these on two or three different dogs now. My dog and John Vaughn's dog Elway and the neighbor's dog. They all loved them. Three for three so far. Your pup's tail will be wagging with excitement, tasting flavors like real peanut butter, chicken, and pumpkin. Discounted variety packs are also available, so your pup can enjoy all flavors delivered right to your door. And here's a treat for our listeners. Use the code TMA at Nautrals.com for an exclusive 15% off, plus free shipping on orders of $30 or more. That's Nautrals.com. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to go ahead and spell Nautrals because it's a little different. Do it! G-N-A-W-T-U-R-A-L-S. Nautrals, kind of like naturals, but no, Nautrals with a G N dot com. Outrageously tasty, easily digested. Yeah. It's delicious by nature. It's not. Your dog will love it.
3: There you go. Uh, Washington, Georgia, Michigan, Florida State Moneyline Parlay. Looks like it would pay plus eight seventy-eight. And I guess the logic would be Oregon goes in if they beat Washington, so maybe I'd put half of whatever I want to bet on the Washington, Georgia, Michigan, Florida State money line play parlay, and then then I'll do another half on Oregon, Georgia, Michigan, Florida State. And that way, I'm properly diversified because I feel like the Oregon Washington the logic I think is that whoever wins that is in now maybe that shouldn't be the case, and I and somebody last night on that ESPN show was making a case for uh, for Washington even if they lose. I don't know. I don't recall who it was. Might have been Herb Street, um, but uh, you know because if you look at their wins this year, they're actually more impressive than, for example, Ohio State. Yeah. But the thought process is is that Washington would automatically be out if they lose on Friday, and Herbstreet was trying to say that they wanted to uphold the integrity of the regular season. Well, here's a team that did it for 12 weeks, and then they lose in the championship game, and then they're just out. And that's when he got into the Georgia thing. He goes, how in the world can you keep Georgia out just if they lose on Saturday? And again, it just goes back to this. There is no right answer. Now, here is where you do have a right answer, Doug, and that's the thing. That that you wanted to get to, and you wanted to get to it at 8:03, and we're uh-huh. going to land the plane at the perfect time. Dear Deidre, my wife and I share the same fetish. We both like looking at porn featuring men with enormous penises.
0: Oh, oh! It's not like why would a is guy a want to do that?
1: <laughs> You're not kink shaming, are you?
0: Yeah. I don't even know if yeah. that's like considered a fetish. <laughs> like I think you have to go into the realm of like a little awkward.
3: Like, I would just say the gentleman's bisexual, and we tip our cap. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like, hers is normal. That's not even a fetish. That's
3: yeah. like... My fetish is using my hands on gentlemen. Oh. But I'm a straight man. I don't know if those words can...
2: Probably not. No. No. That's part of this article?
3: <laughs> uh, no, that was just me with a brief aside. Oh,
2: okay.
3: But she has no idea I do this. Oh, hold on a second. I'm going to reread the first one. Oh, sentence, I thought right? they were, like, doing yeah. it together. Yeah, that's, that's what I thought, too, Plowhawk. A couple. Dear Deidre, my wife and I share the same fetish. We both like looking at porn featuring men with enormous penises. But she has no idea I do this, nor does she realize that I know that she does too. Huh. Hmm. Now I'd like to watch her having sex with a very well-endowed man. But I don't know how to bring it up. We've been married for 10 years. I'm 40. She's 39. Mm -hmm. Let's give the ages.
2: Yeah. It's always a year or two apart. Usually fitness instructors.
3: (laughs) Our sex life has always been good, but I still enjoy watching porn when she isn't around. Lately, I've become obsessed with videos featuring men with extremely large penises. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure how some of these men can walk, let alone find trousers to fit. I have never mentioned my interest to my wife. But the other day I looked at her laptop history and to my surprise found she was watching some of the same videos as me.
2: Mm. <laughs> Could first, that have been his history that he stumbled upon me?
3: <laughs> at first I was a bit upset. I'm average size, and my wife has always said I'm enough for her, but then I realized that we had more in common than I thought. And this was a good thing. Oh. And that reminds you of Morgan Freeman at the
2: end of Shawshank? Very dramatic the way you delivered that. You know.
3: I'd like her to experience a really large man at least once in her life. I know she would enjoy it, and I'd like to watch, as it would be a huge turn-on for me. The problem is bringing up the idea of fulfilling our shared fantasy is tricky. I don't know how she'll react, even if she wants to go ahead. How do we find a suitable man to join us? Please, can I have some guidance? Why, this is this is something that I think will resonate here for the audience. Deidre's got the answer. First up, do be sure your wife hasn't just been checking out what you've been watching for herself. But even if you do share a fetish... Deidre's calling out a fetish as well. I just yeah. don't know if that's a
2: fetish. I don't know.
3: That doesn't mean translating it into practice is a wise move. Often extreme fantasies excite us precisely because... They're extreme. In reality, having sex with a man with an oversized penis could cause your wife discomfort and pain, even. It can also make you very jealous and cause issues in your relationship. Not to mention that finding such a man outside of the porn industry might prove tricky. Why not talk to your wife about your fantasies and ask her about hers? This can be a turn-on in and of itself. You could also think about experimenting with sex toys rather than getting another man involved. Read my support pack, Sexual Fantasies, and you.
2: Hmm... Damn. Yeah, I don't think that's
4: a fetish. Yeah, like would big breasts be a fetish?
2: Yeah, you like women with blonde hair right. or certain People body think types? That sometimes fetish. I just,
4: have a foot fetish.
2: The preference <laughs> yeah. is the right not, word. Yeah, it's not weird. Yeah, yeah preference. preference is better than fetish. Yeah, hundred percent.
4: And I don't really like Deidra, like, like squashing this guy's fantasy.
0: Like, if Knock this it is what Deidre. if this is what he wants, let him quench his thirst. My problem it, with Deidre is everything can't be fixed with a support pack. It is. If you're in the I money, think some if you're things are beyond a support... support pack. Yeah. You know, yeah. be real and say, okay, this is over. Well, she was you know? she was
1: preaching open communication.
0: Yeah. Amen. Always oh. on board with that. But, I mean, if this is
4: what the guy wants and the wife's on board, who's Deidre to say no dice? I don't know how you find that gentleman, though. <laughs> That's the a lineup. tough one. Yeah, I get, like, man on the
0: street, like, looking for a large man. Yeah. Oh, man... Yeah, large man looking for a large man.
2: KG, didn't you parade around once with a sign saying that you would hoe for tickets or something? <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, I said I would slut for Morgan Wallen tickets. Waylon. Waylon, Waylon. 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 my apologies. Thank you. Yeah. Women
2: wanted to be like him, and guys wanted to be with him. No, we didn't.
3: This guy's letter to Deidre is stealing my fetish. We all know how big Tim is, but have you guys had a chance to see Welly's hog? That's from the recovering Gosh. alcoholic no, from Belleville West Western well, Wellington get brought up. Into the, Wellington's you know always involved as well. I guess sure. you go on
2: Reddit looking for that. I don't even know. We absolutely have bulls in our audience. Oh, <laughs> don't don't drag up. them into this. You think we have balls. some bulls? Oh, oh sure. Wilson. We knew one of them. Jimmy, Jimmy. Jimmy Woodrow, like Wilson. Woodrow
0: Wilson. Do you ever get out of the bull phase, or are you just once a bull, always a bull? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Has it like the. the... You know, I like a biker just, gang? Well, Once you put the patch on, you know, you kind of can't take it off. You
2: walk A bull would walk
0: more slowly around the paddock as he aged, I guess. I, I, this?
3: The field app is where you find a guy. That's from Chicago BBC.
4: I thought that was uh, for threesomes. I feel like we've heard that for, for setting up threesomes. I guess this would be a stream. threesome. I thought that was hunting
2: and fishing. <laughs> just tell the truth that you're a bull.
3: Uh, sweet, sweet guy says he's a bull. Is that true?
2: No.
4: Wow. No bull. He's a man in love. (laughs) A bull never gives
3: up.
0: There he was. Which is also very scary. (laughs) The
3: Chicago BBC guy is active, relatively speaking, in the text inbox. He sent in multiple texts. Uh, I'm going to see Northwestern play U of I on Thanksgiving, and I'm excited. I'm a hardcore Mizzou fan. That's from Chicago BBC. Per recommendation, they say no more than 7 to 10 eggs per week if you're a healthy adult. And the field app is where you find a guy. That's from Chicago BBC. This guy's bad in 1,000. He's thousand.
0: well-rounded. Yeah, he's bad in 1,000. like how he just peppered that in there with his breakfast. I started eating too many eggs.
2: I got to where I wanted a three-egg omelet for lunch every day and was making them. You know, I Because p- I was told you need more protein. So, boy, there's a lot of protein. Then I told one of my doctors, he said, what are you doing? Stop eating the eggs. you using butter to grease that pan? No. Uh mm-hmm. huh
0: I made breakfast for dinner avocado, last night. Avocado oil, usually. Oh,
2: okay.
3: Guys, there might be some big weens in your audience, but I doubt they've seen them in years. That's from Flip Wilson.
2: Mm,
4: they're calling the audience fats. Mm. That's what I, that's what I picked bowls. up. <laughs> I hear
3: that Hugh Beaumont's available and he oh, legendary gosh. dong. That's from Admiral Pegger, Esquire. Is he still with us? I believe yeah, so, I and he's a bull. Hugh
2: Beaumont? Gosh, no, he'd be 120 years old.
1: Mind if you lay your love on my butt?
2: He was in. Come on, Iggy. He was leave in. It uh, leave it to he Beaver. It was Ward
3: Cleaver. Morrison Woods Wacko says Mr. Licks is a steer. What's a steer in this scenario? I, I
2: guess it's very similar to a bull with big horns.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm um, a steer. <laughs> I like how you looked this up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to the. It's edition. in the bovine Sorry. Sorry, family, I
2: know.
4: Big old horns. <laughs> oh yeah. Kai, you bitch, get to
3: New Hampshire so I can bend you over and dip my lobster off the butter on your tramp stamp while I gape. That's from recovering alcoholic from Belleville and lobster girl. Sexually
0: frustrated.
4: <laughs> that what a steer is or recovering alcoholic? Uh,
0: steer. Okay. No, what does recovered. it say? I guess both could be What's true. What
2: does it say about a steer? What makes it?
0: I honestly steer? didn't. Get I've a never heard definition. the term. It just oh. says frustrated, comma sexually. Okay.
4: Really? It's a weird animal to pick for. Are they like neutered? Yeah, like a they're neutered.
2: Steer? Is that like the Urban Dictionary
0: definition of steer? <laughs> I think a steer is already cast, like it's castrated, so it can't, like a steer can't. Like out of the womb? He couldn't be castrated I, out of the womb. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know. That, well, then then why would You're the farmer, you tell him. Mean, I mean, I Does I, every yeah. steer get <laughs>
1: neutered? It says no. a steer is a castrated bull, yeah. yeah okay, that's all right. I was
0: saying, I thought they were Calm already down were castrated. And they get castrated in the womb? No, they wouldn't do it in the woods, See, it sounds I, like. I, I got the definition correctly. I th- it took me a while. Steer
2: is a bull that's been
0: castrated.
4: Okay, Correct. so that, that makes sense. That makes sense. Tell Chicago BBC
3: to send in a pick and let the dais be the judge. That's from Ernie Bjorkman, Doug. He wants the gentleman to send in a picture of his wing.
2: Okay. No, we don't want that. <laughs> We've had a lot of that in the past. We don't want any more of it.
3: Uh, guys, circling back to bettering yourselves, any chance we can get that highly anticipated Patty Maroon and David Freeze podcast in the next year or two? And maybe the $10 off any order of $900 or more of Sherry's
0: Berries? Oh, my God.
3: That I won for Text of the Day back in September of 2018. Thanks. That's from Gunter, skeleton supporter and chairman of Talking About Hard Deadlines that Have Little Upside.
4: They used to send us
2: some of those Sherry's Berries. They were good. <laughs> <laughs> Strawberries dipped in chocolate. Hello, St. Louis. Good. <laughs> they were good. And if you spend nine
4: hundred, you get ten bucks off. Yeah,
0: man, they were good though. <sighs> get your berries online. Get your sheets in Brooklyn, and get yourself a little holiday season. Yep, there we go. Right. I wonder if anyone went to Brooklyn to buy (laughs) shit. That
1: would have been great. I think anybody did. I (laughs) like when Tim had his personal stylist. Yeah, I had a personal stylist.
3: Yeah, it was an odd live read.
0: I think the Brooklyn thing would be funny if there was an in person promo code. You could get like 10% off if you actually went in store, so you'd have to buy the ticket. By the hotel. They
1: wouldn't know what to do if you walked in and yeah. said, hey, I'm from St. Louis, I'm here for the sheets.
0: <laughs> I'm here for the
2: Brooklyn. <laughs> I do like the idea of a personal stylist. I think we should all have one.
1: Like, I agree. I mean, I'm
2: wearing a St. Gabriel sweatshirt. What do the the I need knives, with fashion? That's coming up. with fedoras. Yeah.
4: I'm not going to lie to you, Tim. I pulled that exact sweatshirt that was given you me have a Fung- sweatshirt fungo gave it to me last year at the trivia night wow. and i pulled out i was like should i wear this today oh and we'd I, be matching both. how great States. would
3: that how would they love that on balloon party well
4: we've matched before in our t- but that was tma gear and that was like you know there's right th- but that's we socially were, acceptable right you'll see that Dom. right but if we were both wearing saint gabe's attire me of course never going to the school yeah right growing up nowhere near it I think that would be a little awkward. Well,
2: wearing your grade
4: school. Oh, well, yeah. Is still
2: a, a little
0: weird. Remember Iggy wore that? I like, feel
4: like that might have been a shot.
2: <laughs> Iggy wore like a done. junior
0: yeah. golf association sure, hat. the porn awards. Or the like awards. porn stars. Right. And
3: Jay yeah, like, the AJGA. <laughs> <laughs> we're, yeah, very
2: progressive. <laughs> if I showed up in a Crestwood Elementary School hoodie, <laughs> wouldn't you kind of look at me sideways? Well, you have kids there. No, they, they didn't go there. <laughs> Well, still.
4: Like a new That's one. How if, you it was start like, well, if it was like like, a throwback, like something you wore while you were in grade school. Guys, any
3: chance Wouldn't of fit. a TMA Live hog-off at the year-end of oh. it? Doug, would you like that at the year-end awards?
0: I could see it happening. Yeah? I mean, how would you do that? it organically. <laughs> what is it, like, just a cattle line? <laughs> Everybody lined up? Line <laughs> up the
2: steers. <laughs>
3: the steers. Guys, can you bring back cocktails and conversations?
4: That's from Lady Sonia's Tea cup. Oh,
0: Yeah. I I ran the board for that. Was that on 1380 The Woman? Yeah, I ran the board for that. What time
4: was that? Was that like the happy hour show?
0: Honestly, I forgot the exact lineup. (laughs) I just remember I was there, and I kind of felt like a prisoner. Oh, yeah. And the phone was like right next to all (laughs) the microphones. (laughs) And (laughs) and you couldn't leave it on silent because it was behind you. (laughs) So you had to keep it on ring. And the only calls you would get is, this show sucks. Because, you know, it used to be sports. (laughs) So, like, you would have people who used to listen to you know, morning shows. I think McKenna went doing a show on there at one point before, and, oh, they were just not happy. But the phone, you would hear every— What would they talk about on Cocktails and Conversations? Uh, like, were
3: they literally drinking? Is that Because I believe that's not allowed by they, the FCC. They were not.
0: It it, it, certainly the conversation they had sounded like they were drunk, but it would just be literally what they did over the weekend. One person, not going to mention— was very open on trying... She was super desperate. Trying to get a husband. Trying, oh, She went out every weekend and That's she would talk. Pam Radio is the place to do that. <laughs> oh, so where, embarrassing. Where would be the
2: best place to go in St. Louis to look for a husband? Well, what age are you? That's yeah, the- what, yeah. Oh, 30-something. 30 or 40s. Jackson? Uh, I mean, I think we all 40s, have an
3: answer. What's your answer? I think I know. Naptown? Yeah, it's Naptown. <laughs> Naptown.
2: Naptown.
0: Naptown.
3: Naptown. Naptown. All day.
0: Yeah. I think anywhere in Clayton?
3: Naptown. Central West
0: End, yeah. Central yeah. West End. Because you're looking down, for somebody who's successful. And then there's a good
3: chance yeah. that if you're looking for the husband in, in Napoli, you've already had
2: one.
0: Oh, really? But, <laughs> but well, that's the, about half the population. But <laughs> <laughs> the Central West End, you can nab a lot of doctors. Oh, really? That's I mean, where the, they the, live? All that's the where they work. work. Yeah.
2: But is it where they live? I mean, uh, a lot most of them, have of them now here. have
0: housing right around the area. I know. Yeah. Yeah. This is going to come off
4: wrong. but oh I, I can't There was a lot of my friends' parents were medical professionals, and they worked around there, and sometimes they would have, like, an apartment right there, so if they're on call, yeah. they don't uh, have to drive oh. all the way back out to the county An and apartment, but they had right. a
2: big house out in yes. your yes. next of
0: the woods. Yes. yes. Oh, a little bang pad.
2: That's
3: exactly right, Plowhawk.
2: No,
1: no, no,
4: no. It was, bang a, it was a bang pad. It wasn't a bang pad. Wow, Herb's parents got hit today. I'm sure <laughs> that there is. I'm sure that, like... Single or, oh, I don't know. Oh, I'm just in
0: general now. I wasn't yeah, in- you go
4: to parties in the
3: park and you say, hey, you want to go back to my place? And you just walk on over. You boom. think there's a
4: lot of Barnes-Jewish professionals or medical That's... professionals at parties in the park? Everybody people... banging right. around. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Some of these people who actually got straight A's all through school and then went through eight years of college and then a reticency actually take their careers seriously? You don't see a guy and taking And might it off. actually be working when they say
0: they're working? You don't see a taking off his surgical gloves.
2: I got two hours I <laughs> of <you to> <laughs> no, bang pad. I don't think most of them
0: do. Uh uh-uh.
3: uh. Jackson's friend Herb is definitely a bull. That's from the Orison Woods Wacko. How about that? No, he's a man in love. He's not a bull?
4: No, he's a he's bull. You could well, see Herb
3: being a bull, couldn't you? There's
4: a, there was actually know. a moment of, of, of bull like status for Herb, oh. but I'll keep that to myself oh, and my own boy. You got a bull,
0: on I've, <laughs> <laughs> I've met two bulls in my life, and it's bull and the Apache, and I've also met Herb. And I, I don't know if that's. What personality traits you need to have to be a bull? But Herb did not have that. Could you find uh, Apache's War
2: Call, please? Uh, to drop.
0: Yeah, I should be able to pop it up because that
2: was really nice. <laughs> that was nice.
0: Yeah. Like <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I yeah. went to the Dolom in
4: 2017 it was a Tapewingo, and. The Apache was riding around in the golf cart asking people on the tee box, do you want to hear my war call? So nice. <laughs> like nice. it was like, Mr. yeah. Mr. Sammy is shared by
3: me and the Apache. We like it was got Sandler got to doing the voice the for I feel people. like we mm. got
0: our group was just wasted and those was
2: well, was untucked a shirt shirts. And just
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I did. Guys, a lot of West County Slew parents picked up a Central West End condo. When the highway shut down, that way you could avoid going down to Icky I-44.
4: Doug, that's from Mr. Licks. <laughs> you ever
3: heard any... I-44 called Icky? No, it's God's highway. I
4: love 44. I, I do, too. Oh, no traffic ever. I must not be old money. Uh, no traffic. It's just easy. I-44 <laughs> is the greatest. It's never shut down. It just uh, if I I'm have taking route, my son
3: to the mm. Blues and Buffalo Sabres tomorrow night, and I'm already at I gotta remember to go on 44. Can't go on 40. Yeah. Turns into the 101 in L.A., a To, you know, from 3 p.m. until 8 p.m.
2: I can be downtown where I am, roughly 270 and 44. I can be downtown in 20 minutes.
0: You ever head out 55 South and go, man, I wish I lived out here? No. Jackson. Wow. The instantane.
4: You hear that? That was instantaneous. No, the dude just came out. Yeah, the <laughs> last weird. time I drove down 55, they had, like, two lanes shut down. Dude, they paid to like
0: that for, like, two years. Yeah, and no, no, They've for never like been a worker in my 15 entire... miles. It was just two Every lanes. highway go see that at some point. No worker, though, no, for two years. Doug. we have friends that live out that way, and we go, drive out there quite a bit. And there's... How far down 55 are you talking? To Richardson? Where I don't know if the hell that's... is Richard, Richardson Road? <laughs> Richardson, yeah. No, is that Road. So Richardson Road, so that, that'd be... Imperial, Arnold's sushi. Arn- I think it's Arnold. Takes out
4: yeah. to get the sushi.
0: Yeah, okay. and then you got it's an of pizza. <laughs> that's an of pizza. Yeah, it's good. But Imperial is the sushi capital of the Midwest. Thank you, Doug. Thank you. If you've you. not been to Fuji Sushi, you are missing out. It's absolutely fire.
4: Gourmet landlocked sushi. <laughs>
0: <I wouldn't. laughs> they don't use trash fish, do they? I, I don't know what they use. Probably don't. Their eel sauce is so good. Eel just, sauce. Uh, I Doug, can't.
3: whenever they're not happy with me or you I feel an obligation to read it. <laughs> uh because the theory is everybody who i read in the text inbox went to high school with me
2: yeah
3: and uh and so and then the, all i do is pick the text that rip iggy and plowboy so uh we have uh, a moment here love doug but the usa divorce rate in 2022 is 14 percent not 50 percent that he keeps mentioning three one four is oh. he just made up a
2: percentage and then
3: right above it uh, criticism of me, although I don't recall giving any advice, but nonetheless, I will read it. Tim, um, yeah. Do you like that? You don't like?
2: I don't care for that start.
3: No. I took your advice and bet the blues last night. Yep, lost a hundred dollars. Blues suck. I don't believe I was giving any advice on the blues and the wild. I do recall Jackson when I said, "Yeah, the wild without Dean Evason," and you would have thought I, I named a gentleman from another land, and all hell broke loose when Jackson said, "Yeah, he's a good player." On 101 ESPN.
2: <laughs> well, we thought they would do well on fathers. On the father's I bet
3: them. They have 8-1-1, they have one, and one, but the thing that I – I, mean, I would, wouldn't have bet. I didn't bet when they played the Blackhawks on Sunday either. But I would have had I remembered to, is when you have really a team in almost any sport. College football is the exception. Um, when they fire a coach, that to me – and that coach has his first game, the new coach – that's a that's a thing that I stay away from. So last night, the Wild had the interim in for Everson, and they ended their seven-game winning streak, or losing streak. Mm. Blues have really left some out there against some crappy teams, the Sharks and the Wild. It would have been a one-point back of third place had they won last night. Yeah. How about that? That power play's a Jim Dandy. Really sustained pressure, some great opportunities. I, and I think it's number two
2: in the league. No, it's one of the worst. Okay.
3: Got bad information.
2: I saw somebody posted that. Kairou and Thomas are the two highest-paid Blues players of all time. And are they anywhere near being the best Blues players? Oh, of
0: they're life? not even ranked their peak. But, but, but Is judge. that not a reflection of they're the mid, time? They're mid-20s now. And their talent?
2: they're talent? They're paid like big-time stars, and they're not.
3: Kairou's pressing bra. Kairou's pressing bra.
2: Kairou's pressing bra.
4: Nice. Yeah, I no, no, that, no, Jackson? No, I bet the Blues last
3: night. You were watching Missouri and Pittsburgh. Absolutely. Doug, great win for the Tigers.
2: They be pit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Billikens lost to Utah State. You know, Utah
3: State, it's a team we saw okay. a take on Missouri Utah. in the NCAA
2: Tournament.
4: Yeah. Three losses for the Billikens, but yeah. Missouri, two row the uh, Power 5 victories, that's and then an they lost to lot Jackson State. Gibson-Jimerson
2: passed easy Ed McCauley on the sleuth scoring list. Yeah,
4: a lot of that I would have thought he'd be right near the top, but I guess the game has changed. Vo- volume stats, mess me with them in 20 back
3: on them. divorce i'm just going to okay. move off college basketball I'm just cuz <laughs> i want to keep people listening in 2021 a total of 689,308 divorces uh, occurred divorces excuse me occurred across the 45 united states states we down them. do we lose 5 <laughs> I feel like we should have led with that <laughs> yeah there's, across the 45 50. us states that report report the statistics 5 don't huh. during that same year Uh, Nearly 2 million marriages occurred, making the United States' marriage rate 6 per 1,000 people. Far more people get married over the course of each year than get divorced. These divorce statistics show what happens to marriages that end and when and how couples decide to end them. How many marriages end in divorce? So what about the famous statistic that half of all marriages end in divorce? That's true, but only when it comes to first marriages, half of which are dissolved. How about that? Dissolved. Second and third marriages actually fall, fail at a far higher rate. When do couples get divorced? When marriages end, usually some time has passed since the wedding. In fact, the average length of marriage prior to divorce is eight years. There are divorce statistics, Doug, that is, right. is courtesy of the, our friends at Forbes. So he
2: said it was 50% and even higher with second and third Marriages, Yeah. So it's higher. So I don't know where now, the person sure, who texted
3: in said it was 12%. percent i was surprised it was that low.
2: Perhaps he's saying 12% every year. Maybe 12% of marriages per year end in divorce. But if you're married five years and then get divorced, you're still divorced. That would still add to the overall divorce rate. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So the numbers
0: would increase every X amount of year that person. Yeah. It's, that per- it's, I'm yeah. Talk,
2: When they say 50%, I think they mean the marriages that ultimately end in divorce. Not every year 50% of the people are getting divorced. If that were the case, nobody would be married.
4: I think what the person who sent that in, because I just typed it in, and the Google thing, that sounded very... The the Google Google thing. thing. But, like, when you type something, in, sometimes Google will give you, like, this. But it's not really indicative, because this is 14% per 1,000 married women. That's not... That's not... you got to look at the total, right? Just not per... And that was done at Brio. I was done at Bowling Green State.
0: Oh, Doug. Oh, Brio's sister campus. (laughs) That's correct.
3: (laughs) I married the same person twice. What are those percentages? That's from former fan page, moderate Neil and Craig. I didn't know that. That's an interesting little fun fact.
0: Matt, I I, I know. Doug is 100%
3: correct. That's from the total package. You know a lot of people who do that plug?
0: Uh, Madison Parent did that.
3: Oh, is that right? Yeah. They got divorced and then they got remarried? Yeah. How about that? How about that? Love them. that's romance.
0: Love them. They're great people. Yeah. So the lawyer got paid when he didn't need to. And this I don't know. The I'm not going to dive attorney. into who paid what, but no. they're happy, and yeah. It's well, good for them. Everything works out, dog. I feel like. Yeah, for some, it does. If you want it to, yeah. 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 Well, glad it did for them. Yeah. Back to you in the studio, Steve. Okay. I you guys
3: were having a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> I do not want to step on you, but I guys it, it was the wrong call. Well, I don't okay. know if I've ever done anything wrong in the 20 years of no, no, the show, no, but I no, guess no, I did right no, there. Thank you, you KG. Know. <laughs> okay. Oh. Uh, Doug, I know at Design Air Heating and Cooling, they won't do you wrong. Maybe I'll do you wrong right there, but a uh, Seth Gold camp phone. Design Air is online at designairservice.com. And uh, boy, it's it's supposed to be nice today, but I felt like I was freezing my balls off walking in here. What do I got? Yeah, it's supposed to get in the 50s. How do you do? Sunny in 50.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, 57 today. How do you do? All, uh, highs in the 50s the next few days. Either way, uh, temperature is getting into the uh, 30s for lows over the next... Uh, 10 days, and you want to make sure your furnace is firing on all cylinders, get your furnace tuned up at Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com. Doug is a client. I am a client. I have had my furnace tuned up, and you can do the same thing, and it takes a matter of minutes with Design Air Heating and Cooling. They're online at designairservice.com, the official HVAC provider of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show. And uh, we posted a new QFTA yesterday. Jackson, what was the title?
4: All you self-promoters are janky.
2: Or janky. I loved that title. Now, how do you define janky?
4: Something that's unappealing, something that you wouldn't want to be around, either a person. How did we or get thing. on that
3: topic? Even though I did this 18 hours ago, I don't remember how sure, we Tim. got on the topic.
4: Uh, the Carissa Thompson discussion. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You shared, Doug and I, and I'm sure plenty of people that you just shouldn't. Say someone said something if they didn't say it. One hundred percent. But you push back on the i.e. the media views column in the Post Dispatch. Right. (laughs) That's where I've picked up things
3: (laughs)
2: and go, no, it
3: didn't happen." But I'm reading things about myself that aren't true. So I, I sympathize with that part. My issue was, and I was off the days when that happened, when that story was a headline, is the way that a number of sideline reporters not necessarily the ones who have established themselves, although they certainly were doing it too, but at least they've established themselves, took that moment to make it about them and their careers, all while stomping on Chris Thompson's body in the process on social media. And that is how Jackson arrived at the following.
4: Uh, Drake's first line in the song, 4 p.m. in Calabasas, all you self-promoters are janky.
3: Don't you like that, all
4: you self-promoters are janky? <laughs> I don't care for it, no. We're established like the Yankees.
2: That right? No, that's, that's why I use the word janky. So we can right. I, it I, I was quoting.
4: I I wouldn't use the term janky, but
2: it, it's applicable. Nice. Applicable? I'd say applicable. Yeah. I think I'd go a little smoother.
3: Yeah, no, it won't go. So that's the title. But we talked about Merkins.
4: Uh, just to, to kick uh, it off. Well, yeah, I crazy. think I
3: talked about like the shrub situation in the early '90s versus the late '90s, and there was a there was a clear change. And I don't know what caused that change. I don't either. But it changed. And I think there was the transition was the landing strip. It didn't go fully shaven from the early 90s to the late 90s. In the middle, fittingly, mm. there was the landing strip. And you have to wonder if producer Joe was the one who got. I've back. got a landing strip.
2: You're saying the middle 90s.
4: Strip. It was. I've got a landing
1: and even strip. That
2: they started shaving all but the middle.
4: That's correct. Yankee's absence has never felt more than when we talk shrubs and Merkins. And Merkins. Well, that's passion-
2: his that's Bailey He's yeah.
4: passionate
3: about the Merkin. Um, Talked about Then we, of course, transitioned into the JFK
4: assassination. Well, well, you're missing something in between. We talked about your uh, REM sleep. Oh, Doug,
3: three hours and six minutes of REM sleep two nights ago, according to my whoop. Uh, Is that
2: good? Oh.
3: I had six minutes from Sunday into Monday, so Uh. I was just dead. Plowhawk wasn't feeling good on Monday, and we were, you know— we were battling. We six minutes it. of REM sleep. We made it, but uh, six minutes of REM sleep is like an all-time low, and I would know that because I enter it into a spreadsheet every morning. Mm. Why? Because I'm a happy mess. Oh,
2: I got put on new medication about a week and a half ago for, like, brain fog, memories nice. type stuff, and now I'm having wild, oh, long really? dreams. Fantasies, every, even. I see I, maybe I'm just remembering the dreams, because they say you yeah, dream yeah. every night, and I never remembered anything, but now I'm... These dreams are just going forever. All men in and the dreams? So, some are kind of funny. Last night I was doing a I was back at Channel Four doing a sports cast, didn't have anything prepared, nothing worked right, that that kind of thing. Those kind of dreams. But I I, I didn't remember them before. And now I'm remembering all these crazy dreams. Sounds like you're in a lot of REM sleep. That's I don't what it know. Sounds like. Maybe that's what it is.
3: And and it's and then whatever else we talked about on, on QFTA and the title again is what? All you self promoters or, or Janky? Janky? And so last night Christmas cards is not something I've ever, you'll be surprised to hear, gotten really involved in.
2: You seem like the kind of guy that would sit and write wonderful <laughs> letters to all of your relatives.
3: And so my wife was making the observation about Christmas cards, and I'm just like, oh, you know. And uh, and she goes, yeah, and you know, I guess we got to make sure we get Iggy's address. And I go, okay, yeah, sounds good. I'll send him a text. He's out this week. And she goes, well, don't you remember that from last year? And I go, what happened? I have no idea what you're talking about. She goes, my God, you guys talked about it for like three days that Iggy didn't get a Christmas card. And I thought to myself, here is exactly what Doug's talking about. Hmm. We do a show, and even in this case, something we talked about for three days. I couldn't remember that. No. Do you remember that at no all? No
1: Does anybody What's remember Iggy I remember you that. You no, remember it. He I was don't. mad that I got one and he didn't. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Can we do that again, please? <laughs> all right, now we'll do it. Now
3: we'll do it. Now, now we'll, we'll make sure this, to do it. So, yeah. <laughs> what in the hell?
1: <laughs> so, yeah, so we really did talk about that, Katrien. Oh yeah, for sure. I still have the Christmas card up
4: on my hearth.
3: No, <laughs> the Christmas it's card of my family it's is been like, up there a year. Hard.
4: Well, at yeah. this point, you don't take it down. No, the Christmas season is back. Holiday. So I, it's, it's. I think
2: I can make the distinction. <laughs> it stayed up there all summer. You had a Christmas card on your hearth.
1: Yeah, framed it. Framed it. I might ask him if he'll autograph it. I'll oh sign it. Gosh. I'll sign it. Get, yeah. And my wife will sign it.
2: Because Iggy didn't get one, that's what made it special.
1: I mean, it helped.
2: Yeah.
3: I don't remember that
1: at all. No, this all. conversation for sure happened.
3: I don't remember it either. And no. and my wife said we talked about it for like three days. And I'm going, God, like I can understand if we forget, like I forgot what we talked about on QFTA. I forget what we talked about in here. I forgot, you know, we talked about it in the seven o'clock hour. Uh, but If we talk about someone for three days, I would imagine I would remember it. And then especially if Iggy were irritated that he didn't get a Christmas card. Hmm. But alas,
4: he was. It either speaks to our collective memory or the amount of things Iggy spends time on for three
2: days complaining about. (laughs) And I'm not sure which one it is. Well, we talk three hours, five days a week, and you guys tack on another hour on top of that. And then QFTA
3: is like 15 hours a week. And you
2: think you're going to remember everything you talked about? There's not a chance. No, no way.
3: Uh, Tim, can we be on that mailing list? We'd love to display your holiday card in the refrigerator for the next 12 months. Thanks. That's from Scott's wrinkled ball but that's mm. not his wife. It's not his wife. Uh, Tim, do I just text my address in or should I DM you later so I can get a Christmas card too? That's from Kurt's former coworker.
2: Are you just going to start sending your cards framed and signed? Merry Christmas start... to you and yours. Best Tim wishes. McCur- best, best wishes. Tim McKernan. You got Frank? picture.
4: Boy, you're going to spend with a, a frame. pretty penny the frame. Money's no logic, right?
2: Yeah, at, th-
3: at this point, yeah. HD2. yeah w- w- once I got the balloon party money,
4: um, yeah, that's right. Uh, you can email
3: in the morning after at insidestl.com for the design, air, heating, and cooling email of the day. That comes your way at 945. Uh, Jeremy Rutherford is going to join us at 905. Two part questions, Doug. I anytime I see Erickson X score a goal, I think to myself, that's Doug's favorite guy, and it because of Eek, Eek, wasn't that Eek big? Eek, wasn't that a thing at Sigma New?
2: Oh. Let's what? go to Harpo's, Big Eek. <laughs> that's what we say. Big Eek. <laughs> Lee Street, Big Eek. I like that,
4: Lee Street, Juicy mm-hmm. Burgers, please. Yeah, he went to get You so got a problem people. with Janky? And you're saying yeah.
2: Big Eek? <laughs> well, we were 19 years old. Yeah, fair enough. Jackson's only six years older. Oh, that's true. He can say, you can see Eek. See Eek. Erickson or, Eck, He's, Erickson it's Eck?
4: two different, so it's two different names. His last name is Erickson Eck.
2: Yeah, okay. He he,
3: he scored uh, their first goal, is
2: mm-hmm. Right. Did you know that before I said Same that? Same kind no. of God, thing no. as Nate Hobgood chittick Yeah,
3: he but, had a hyphen though. But is, yeah.
4: does Zach have a, a hyphen?
3: No, he doesn't. Actually. Okay, so it's like, it's like a Van. It's like a Van. one. It's
4: like Van Percy like Van, van, like
3: van, van Two.
2: Van Earl Wright, Eric
3: nice. um no, no hyphen. No hyphen. That's just one. word. And had a child with Andre 3000, who has a flute album. Am I he correct does. on that? He
2: does. Who's Shout playing three the flute?
3: Andre 3000.
2: Yes. The jazz flute? Like Ron Jeremy? No, Ron, Ron Jeremy. Jeremy. Ron Burgundy, brother. Ron Burgundy. <laughs> yes. He played the wonderful jazz flute. He did, he
3: did indeed. He did indeed. Christine Applegate, you're <laughs> correct on that. That is correct. Now, Andre 3000 has a flute album and he, he married has- Eric Sinek?
4: No, he had a child.
3: With Erica Badu. Who? And that was uh-huh. what the basis was for Miss Jackson which was on Stank Stankonia, Doug, which came out in October 2000. classy. If <laughs> I'm not mistaken. You don't like I mean, Bombs Over title? Baghdad, Stankonya? to me, <laughs> underrated. Do you agree, Jackson? Yeah.
2: It, it,
4: it yes, not. begs the question, is Stank or AT Aliens? Or AT
2: mm. Aliens, the better album. That's I'm still true. concerned about the flautist. As a guy growing <laughs> up, the last thing you would ever want to be caught dead doing is playing the flute. Yeah. <laughs>
3: And you're considered you one of the baddest rappers in the history of the game, and or now you're not, playing oh, a flute. Oh, yeah. So i him doing an interview, and he's like, yeah, I mean, I'm 47, 48, I got a colonoscopy, and yeah. I'm losing my eyesight. I really can't
4: be rapping anymore. That's what are you going mean to rap about? It? I really like that interview. Yeah, that was a it was a very po- honest thing. It was a great point. Yeah.
3: It's like I, was, I said to Jackson on QFTI, I had somebody who I respect in the industry, somebody you know, Doug, saying, you know, you kind of withdrawing from social media, you really should be more active on it. And I go, like, posting pictures of kids and crap. He goes, no, like, you know, your opinions on things. And I I just, I have, I just, it's not who I am. It's not, at at least I don't think it's who I am. I just, I can't, like everybody, not everybody, but if you're around my age and younger, you went through a period, if you were on social media, where you were kind of like a social media tough. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I think you get to a point, usually when you start having sex regularly and perhaps having children, where you go, ugh, ugh. I wish I had that one back. You know what I mean? Because right. it's still there, unless you deleted them.
4: Yeah, ribbon pen.
3: Like if you're like if you're still toughing around on social media, as you just theoretically grow, something 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 probably has gone a little awry. You know what I mean? Right. And so I just I can't like go on to Twitter and like condemn the Cardinals at 47 with two children about their. Off season. It's just not where I am. Now, when I was 30 and I was drinking all the time and going out and, you know, screaming and probably concerning Martin and the cat, then that's, I was a different person then. But now it's just not who I am. So I can't do that. It's just not who I am. But I don't know. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying it's not who I am. Right. And I think it's, I think it's more of a younger person's game.
4: I think my just overall opinion on or that.
3: Or a guy in his 40s or 50s who's kind of trying to hold on and maintain relevance, even though I kind of look at it as, you know, well, I'll just say not my thing.
4: <laughs> I just think there's no no take is ever worth it. I've never, I've Don't never. Talk about that. No take, no take is, is ever worth it. No take that you're going to share on social media is ever worth whatever downside that could possibly come from it.
3: Well, if you have an established career in a public career.
4: Well, yeah, I mean, if you're unemployed, well, shoot for the stars. No, but
3: I mean, no, but even like somebody who doesn't, I mean, which is 99.9% of the population that's not a public figure, they can go on there and usually they're going to use a burner.
2: Well, I yeah, know. if it's a burner, then yeah.
3: But even if you're even if you're not, you're not a public figure and you're just on there crapping on people, it yeah. doesn't matter.
2: There are some people in the media who are kind of expected to do that by their employer. Right.
3: right, I know. That's what I'm saying. This person isn't somebody at Hubbard who told me this, you know. I don't know. It's just, it's, I just, I, but maybe he's not talking about like giving takes so much as just not, might not have completely withdrawn, but just not really using it anymore. Right. And I always mean, th- it? were you saying that like Twitter is a complete cesspool now? I mean, I thought Twitter oh, was a yeah. cesspool for a decade, uh, but it's, it's, but it's worse now. Uh, is that right? Doug, is that right? It's brutal. Is it worse? I,
0: I don't see that it's a whole lot different. I love my timeline because I mute everything. <laughs> I mute yeah, so many point. words. Like, yeah. my, like I still find Twitter enjoying, enjoying, because I, I just stop with anything that I know is going to piss me off, annoy me, or whatever, and then put it up in the muted words, and it works like a charm.
2: Well, we spit an awful lot of hot takes here. We if ever? we said some of the things that we say here onto Twitter, I'm not sure how that would go over.
0: Right, and I think... to
2: Tim, a whole different thing.
4: Tim, to your point, you also, w- with your job, have four hours, three hours, four hours a day... To like give your opinion, whereas some people, Twitter is their right. HD2. Platt's Twitter is their HD2. Think mm, about I know. that. Oh, and it yeah.
0: definitely feels like... Elon Musk HD2 bought HD2. By... What
4: an investment. It is. It's a great investment.
3: Uh, hey, Tim, you're missing out on social media. Doug looked extra nummy nummy in the Instagram pic he posted a few days ago, slurping mm-hmm. on a smoothie with duck lips. So naughty. <laughs> thanks. That's from Big
4: Tuft. I saw that picture, and all I could it think was, welcome to the Wispy City, baby. Wispy, Wispy City. City. God, it you is look amazing. Look at that dropping City, precipitously by the day. Mm-hmm.
2: Flowtown.
3: What's your family say about the uh, the new harbor? Nothing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they don't notice they don't
3: notice anything please ask this young twink to stop twirling his hair it's from the breakfast club who's twirling their hair I know in this case it can't be me
4: Cool. I think it's Who's me.
2: You? I don't even you think tw- I just, Are
4: you really Just like on the back of hair? my head, I just do really? that kind oh, of Oh,
2: yeah, because it, it's a wing is starting to sprout. from Oh, the know, you got a wing, bro? Oh, yeah. w- welcome
4: to the Westby City, Doug. Yeah, there's <laughs>
2: problems you have when I, you have this much hair. I do it without even thinking about it. It's just a, I've a tick, got I hair <laughs> that people would die to have! DLG. This whole studio is follicle-friendly. Yeah, getting there.
3: Anyone who doesn't like Elon Musk it complains that Twitter is worse now. It's the same as it always was. That's from Cuckleberry Finn. I'm not active on it anyway, so I don't really know. But what was it? Oh, Jackson, because on Balloon Party, they were dying for us to talk about the Conor Bedard mom, Corey Perry thing. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I don't really know what to say. Not, I'm not scared of talking talk about it right here. I'm just like, I don't know what's what's real and what's not. And, you know, that's I don't really know what I don't know what the real obvious of the Blackhawks. I say obviously, in case you didn't know, the Blackhawks held a press conference yesterday and kind of talked around the situation. Do we have that in fun with audio, by the way? I'm not holding people accountable. I did not know. put it in Okay. There. Uh, was it Kyle Davidson, who's the Blackhawks GM, talked about it? It did not involve anybody's family. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> mm. That uh, Corey Perry, who's been let go by the Blackhawks, slept it. with. You your- oh, okay. Well, let's take a listen.
2: Okay. Hit the lever plows. As
4: this is an in individual personnel matter... I will not be be able to disclose any details related to the initial reporting, investigation, or the findings. However, I do want to be very clear on this one point. This does not involve any players or their families, and anything that suggests otherwise or anyone that suggests otherwise is wildly inaccurate, and frankly, it's disgusting.
2: Hmm. There
3: you go. Nice. So they wanted me to talk about that. And I'm- fine with doing it. We were in the middle of a Tuesday turbulence, though, Doug, and when we have that going, it's right. tough to break your stride. Yeah, he,
0: yeah. Hard to land that plane. Yeah, yeah.
3: Thank you, Plowhawk. Uh, it's important. It is. It, I agree with you. Yeah. And so, uh, Jackson says to me in a commercial break, he goes, yeah, do you see what Bedard, didn't you say this, or maybe yep. it wasn't you. No, I'm, wasn't th- What Bedard tweeted out yesterday, I go, oh, I didn't even know he was on Twitter. And then I went to the account, and he had said something like, I don't even know what to say. And then I'm like, he only has like 9,000 followers. That surprises me that you know, a guy of that magnitude only has 9,000 followers, and then it turns out it's a parody account, but it had a check mark, Right. Which and is, that's when you said Twitter is— That's
4: my contention is like—and the well, and also, that's also on me because I it's on me to do my media due diligence and be literate and, like, understand that just because it has a verified account nowadays doesn't mean it's the actual person, which to me— is the problem with new Twitter is that if you pay a monthly fee you can have a blue check mark which defeats the entire purpose of being verified.
0: Yeah, I, I if I can say I'm dart and
4: have a blue check mark. Do you, any
2: of you guys have check marks? Mm-hmm. I was verified for I a did. while at not Channel 4, that. changed my picture and they
0: unverified me.
2: <laughs> I
3: was, but I don't think I am anymore, but I don't know why not. I don't I care think cuz you have to pay for it. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. you
0: got to pay for it. Like, okay. Elon Musk wanted to eliminate bots, but I think doing that, it did the exact opposite. It gave bots a platform. Maybe yeah. not bots, but burners. Like, burners can now have a checkmark. I five think Twitter out. is much worse than the Elon Musk takeover. It's not due to politics. It's just due to the kind of stupid decision-making skills, which led to anybody uh, and everybody being able to pay for a checkmark, and it completely changed what Twitter was. I, I, don't,
2: I don't find it much different. Yeah,
0: It's I mean, fun, though. Yeah,
3: I thought it was grotesque and a core issue with the disgustingness of America in the last decade, right. and I think it is now. I thought it was then, and I think it is now. It's a place for unfulfilled people to vent from people they... or vent at people who they feel like have won and they've lost. That's what I think it is, behind the white sheets of the early 20th century that now is the dog avatar of the 21st century.
4: And let me Bitches say,
3: be anonymous. Right,
4: and let me say that I didn't think before Elon took over it was, you know... Sunshine and lollipops. It, the building was on fire before he took it over, and then he took it over, in my opinion, and imploded. So it was already in a bad state. But that's one side of looking at it. If, like what Plaza said, if you can curate your timeline well enough, it's fine. It's no different than, you know, I'm not on there, like, throwing up.
3: Uh, Stepdad Gary uh, says, that's the problem. Being able to pay for the check mark is just encouraging disinformation and chaos. That's from Stepdad Gary.
4: But
2: there was disinformation and chaos before that. <clears throat> right. That didn't start it.
4: No, I said the the paying for the verified thing is what can annoy me. But again, it's on each individual to do their due diligence and make sure that the information they're getting is from a, the real account. But it's yeah, it just, just hard makes it to harder.
2: know now, especially with AI generating stories. And yeah, that too.
3: The pictures of older men on the toilet having French fries—you've seen those all over You've Twitter, lately, haven't you? It's a positive <laughs> seen the positive side.
2: See now, Sports Illustrated has been accused yep. of using AI to oh, write not their articles.
3: not I mean, it's, they're not even issuing a statement. I was listening to. Uh, uh, Andrew Marchand and uh, John Oren's po- podcast this morning and they were talking about that that uh, some publication reached out to him for comment on it and they then they took all of those writers who are AI writers off the site and then they didn't issue a comment and that's a media company
2: yeah I mean yeah.
3: holy crap uh, Twitter is way better under Elon that's from Todd Reising that's your guy does Todd Reising just automatically take the opposite stance of you
4: Jackson listen if that's the case do what you do live your truth but uh, being a power contrarian can get a little boring
2: well some people uh, like things
4: yeah. like some, yeah. people some people don't, don't like it. yeah i don't if you think it's better like that's cool like the community notes thing i know people love that they're sometimes pretty opinionated but um,
2: for the most part it's going to be a political thing republicans are going to say we were silenced before and now here's a guy opening it up for free speech democrats are going to say he's destroyed it he lets anybody talk you can't trust anybody, and it's it's all get, just like everything else in this country. It all gets down to politics. Yeah, I
3: think I'm with you. I didn't know that that was the perspective. Is that yeah, right? that's really? it. Yeah, I think I'm a Republican, afraid. so he destroyed my, my, my Twitter. With, my withdrawal yep. is, uh Is enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Tim, take it easy on your twink board op. He needs a place to spit his angry hot takes. The hell did I say about the plowhawk? That's from Scooter.
2: We like his angry hot takes. Yeah, what have I said? Yeah, yeah I, don't I, know. I, don't even know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I feel
0: like maybe And I he, said, I, for me, I think Twitter is worse. I didn't I didn't say for the general popular—like, I'm just saying how I used Twitter and looked at information. Now you've got to dig a lot deeper in to make sure it's not a fake or a, a parody account. You still hide the dog avatars. I think you always had to worry about that. I,
2: I, I mean, before, they were, they were silencing a, a whole political party. Mm-hmm. They knocked the, the leading presidential candidate off of Twitter. And so this guy came in and said, okay, everybody's in now. And you say it's worse? It's just worse because now the other side has a voice. It all gets down to politics.
0: I'm saying that verified – for me, it's just always about the verified accounts. I think people need to earn a check mark instead of pay for one because it just makes getting any sort of news – a little bit more difficult. Yeah, I mean. you got to read all of it with just a, a grain of salt,
2: knowing you don't know if it's true or not. Right. All of it.
3: Todd Reising has issued a statement. I agree with Jackson on a lot of stuff. I just like to troll him a bit with the KU stuff. Darren, on the other hand, dot, dot,
0: dot. Then you're don't a say dot, thought. dot, dot. Yeah, Darren, seeing... on the other hand, dot, dot, dot. know. you want to spell Darren with a Y, you're a complete moron. Let him have it. And you can stay in Kansas, bud. <laughs> I may not like Missouri, but I'll tell you what. Beakers are worse than anybody, so. You don't like Missouri? I'm saying, in terms of like, if I had a hatred toward Missouri, you think I hate Missouri? Just think about Kansas. I cannot stand Kansas. Oh, right? You don't like Rock oh, Chalk? <laughs> Especially not. They
3: had you. a tight one with Eastern Illinois last night. They the did. only reason I was aware they were even playing is that damn Apple notification thing that pops up. Anybody have that? I on hear Apple people TV? complaining about the off. new
2: Apple update that it's ruining their phones. There's you know, a fake complaint? update, I think, out there.
3: There's a
4: fake update? There's like a like a malware update. Um, I've read something. I didn't, like, go all the way through it, but I heard be wary of a, a new Apple update that might pop up. It could be malware.
2: Oh, yeah. I've heard some people saying they're getting vile text and everything. Yeah, people I they don't know. That might be the malware.
3: Guys, John Talti can always be trusted. That's from Gummy. Plowhawk, I mean, you made him a star. I was watching Feinbaum while working in uh, my uh, home office. uh Monday, I guess filings. So I wanted to see what I figured it would be anarchy on uh, Feinbaum after that Auburn Alabama game, and the very first person that Paul Feinbaum went to Plowhawk, John T. Talty.
0: And we talked about him <laughs> when like he five was, years ago. Yeah, when he was still in like college. Yep. Who is he? he he's like AL. he's become com? a star. Well, he's yeah. written a book on Sabin. He's in the yeah, process of writing
3: a book on the the dynamic between Saban and, and Kirby Smart. You know, I mean Kirby Smart's my age. D- 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 let me ask you this, and be honest with me. I, I won't. I couldn't care any less. But doesn't Kirby Smart look older than me? Am I right on that? Let me pull up a pic. No. Oh, well, okay. I guess the answer is the answer is clearly not
4: no. <laughs>
0: well,
3: <laughs> you got I mean, to pull up a beat. You well, know I what the gentleman looks like? He's won a few national. I know, but he, I, you
4: know, I don't. The face doesn't come right there to are, mind. There yes, are, yes, you look younger than him. Okay, I would think so. I think I think he's forty-seven
3: or forty-eight. Point being, I mean, he's got twenty like seven years to get to Nick Saban. Nick Saban's <laughs> seventy-five.
2: I think someone in their forties. A lot of them you look at him and say, that guy could be in his late 50s. And some of them, you look at him and say, that guy could be 30 years old. Mm -hmm. It's kind of an age range where you could, depending on how you've taken care of yourself and what your hair looks like and whether well, you're gray or whether you're did you are a full head of hair. <laughs> you can The, the way you look know. varies widely at that, at that period in your life.
0: To your point, have you seen Saban at Michigan State? He looks 50 years older yeah, than does. what he did. Yeah. Out, it's oh, insane. Like,
3: he had a uh, feathered lid and glasses, right? Glasses. huge glasses. glasses. Uh, Tim, you look like a cherub, Doug. That's from former fan God. page moderator <laughs> Neil Allen Craig <laughs> Bargett. Uh, I was supposed to be at work at eight, but I'm still sitting in my car waiting for the end of the seven o'clock hour. Doug, that's from Jonathan Mardukas. Mm. It's 8:50. We probably should close it out because we have Jr. with us. Brought to you by Mark Hanna at 9:05. Send your emails in for the Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day. Talk it over in the YouTube chat. I mean, who would have ever thought? But the balloon party YouTube chat's more active than the TMA YouTube chat.
2: Huh.
3: Oh, we're up to 327 watching. That's that's kind of a non-female uh, record. You know what I mean? Like when we don't have a female in it and people are using the YouTube. Uh, So people are in there. Uh, They're just not chatting as much. No, Tim, you don't look like Kirby Smart while this dude's ego is out of control.
0: What? I
2: don't know. It's just it pretty presumptuous of you. And to that, say that I looked to like to Kirby To say Curry that Smart? you look like and that you're a better coach than Kirby <laughs> Smart. <laughs> I'm
0: actually flabbergasted that you say you could coach better than Kirby Smart. Well, that, that, that kind that, of pissed uh, me off.
2: Just, you, did, did you even coach at the grade school level?
3: <laughs> St. Gabriel's won a few championships yeah. there with Cal Kennedy. I was on his bench. Were you? Yeah. Uh, you can chat it over. Bill is in there and obviously not happy. Uh, YouTube.com slash TMA STL. Jake Reynolds is in there. Doug Wilmore Park bathroom attendant oh. is in there. When I tuck, I look like a female, that's what he just
0: posted. <laughs> I think we all do, right? But if you're tucking. I don't know, man. Well, tucks. You should see my tufts. There's no way I would ever look like it. even with the tucking. There that's Because your tucks are your tufts. The seasoned tufts. Seasoned? No like, like the seasoned 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 with not female seasoned. with besides being like homeless or lost at sea for like five years <laughs> would possibly have the nest. In which I uh, the have The nest oh. I, I like that it, A seasoned well, nest Well
2: they fall off eventually right They don't just keep growing forever Like the
0: hair on top of your head It's like a bird Like right now is a perfect example When you see a bird's nest in the tree You know the, the leaves are all off But yeah. obviously the birds have changed locations Maybe it's a squirrel Maybe it's it, a bird it, You've got that kind of dried Kind of hay kind uh, of oh. Dried hay uh. season. Like barley <laughs> I would say very
3: similar to barley. Uh, Don PP says, "Can you tell Plowsy he didn't turn the ox on, Tim? What does that mean?"
0: I get. I've been getting it, a lot of messages on that, like the ox is on. It must have been the audio I played from. Yeah, Twitter. it was I'd only out of when, my left ear. Yeah, it must have been the audio. Oh, from the, the Blackhawks yeah. GM, Channel yeah.
4: One or Channel Two, Doug? Which? Because uh, I, I assure
0: working. you, ox is oh, still on and has been on. But I I did realize it was a little weird on my headphones, so it might have been just the video link I I picked. I think that's it. uh, 853,
3: probably need to break it. Yeah, oh yeah. Closing out the Among Us St. Louis Acura, Among Us Burkhardt, Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. This is TMA from the Mickleopolis Studios, all presented to you by Brian Krupp.